from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, you? Good, good. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Luis, and I'm just calling because uh, my daughter is a huge fan of the uh, of the show. We listen to you guys uh, pretty much every morning on the way to school, and uh, she's been kind of bugging for uh, for a few weeks now that she wants to call in and ask you guys a question, so I'm just wondering oh, if she can talk to right. you guys. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, her name is Gabby. Gabby. What's up, Gabby? Yeah. Dad. What's your question? My question is if you guys can play pinch. Oh, you like that game, huh? Yeah. How old are you, Gabby? I'm eight. You're eight. What does an eight-year-old like about pinched? I like how um, Maury or um, Mocha put it on their eyebrow or at the top lip. Good to oh, know. Top lip Good to know. Great. Thanks for that question, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real friend. All right, Gabby. Um, can you give us a couple minutes? Let's just get everything okay. kind of organized and, and we'll play pinch for you. Okay. 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 Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> Thank you. See you, honey. Lots of eyebrow, lots of top lip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. New game alert. Okay. This is Pinched. Play. All right. We have not played Pinched in such a long time. Yeah, it's so fun, though. I can't believe we haven't played it in a while. Uh, Pinched, by the way, uh, simple trivia competition. Damn it, Maury and Mocha going head to head. I will ask the questions. Now, if you get a question wrong, you get pinched. What pinched means is in between you gentlemen on the table, there is a uh, stack of wooden clothes pegs. So you get a question wrong, you get pinched. Your opponent gets to place a clothes peg anywhere on your body that they see fit. And because this is a pinched by request, uh, and the kid who called in that is such a huge fan, uh, she loves it when you guys stick them on each other's what was it? Eyebrows and lips? Yeah. So why don't we say we only do eyebrows and lips today to make her day? Uh, All right? So it's the eyebrows and lips edition of Pinched. <laughs> okay. Again, I will ask the questions. Uh, Maury, can we, can we hear your buzzer, please? Mocha, your buzzer. Uh, Maury, your buzzer again? Mocha? Okay, so for you guys listening at home, uh, Mocha's buzzer is the lower tone, I guess is the easiest way to describe it. Okay, your categories yeah, today, bigger gentlemen. and heavier. <clears throat> Wow. <laughs> Your categories today, gentlemen, are I spy. All answers will have the word I in it. Okay. And your uh, second category to choose from, famous hairless men. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so pick the category. Uh, Mocha, I will let you pick the category today. The, the I won, the first one. I spy. Yeah. All answers will have the word I in it. Okay. In uh, part three, Rocky needed this to beat Clubber Lang. Mocha. I have the tiger. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, more you look, uh, you, you look, look confused. Very confused. You okay? I think I get it. Now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, well, yeah. you're gonna get pinched now yeah. too. Okay. So, Mocha. Uh, so we're gonna go lip. Oh, oh, oh he's gonna cough first. Okay, okay. So, Maury, Mocha. Open your mouth. God, your skin is so dry today. 
He's going right on the corner of the lip. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Top lip, by the way. Top lip. It's hanging right off the corner. That looks like it hurts. Oh, it does. Okay, continuing on to the category of I spy, beauty is said to be Maury. In the eye of the beholder. Correct. Okay. Uh, Maury, now going. Eyebrow. Okay. Maury's going for Mocha's eyebrow right on the corner, the far corner. Oh, Jesus. Jamming it in his face. Ow, ow, why you. Oh, oh okay. man. Okay. okay. Okay, that hurts. Yeah, yep, it looks like hurts. it hurts. Yeah, it really it looks does. Looks like it hurts. <laughs> uh, continuing on with the category of I Spy, mm. the band Fergie quit. Maury. Oh, Black Eyed Peas. Correct. <sighs> oh, Maury going up on a quick 2 oh, 1. No. Oh, ah! Today's edition of Pinched. Oh, sh- Right on the eye. Oh, it popped right off. Oh, that always hurts when it pops off. It's when you get so little skin in between it that it popped right off. Oh, no. What? 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 The other one is kind of not really, it's kind of bendy. It's bendy. Uh, oh no, don't touch it. Ah, don't touch it. Don't touch it, it if it's bendy. Okay. Maury, don't <laughs> touch it if it's bendy. Okay. Okay. He's going on the other eyebrow right now. Oh no. Oh, okay, that okay. looks like it hurts. Yeah, uh, it really final does. question, the category of I spy. Okay. Not silver, not bronze, but this was Pierce Brosnan's first role as James Bond. Maury. Goldeneye. Correct. I was gonna. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Maury going up on a quick three to one right now. Okay, Maury's going bottom lip. Oh! By request, we are only doing oh, eyebrows God. and lips today. Okay, next. Uh, moving on to the category of famous hairless men. Okay. Uh, totally hairless except the people's eyebrow. Uh, Mocha. The Rock. Correct. Oh, you think I do well? It doesn't matter what you think. You can't be after Brody. <laughs> Get smacked down. Okay. Here we go. Mocha's top lip back again. For top oh, lip. Oh. Oh, oh, you're shit. shoving it into the gums. Oh, wow. If somebody isolated all the things that you guys have said so far during this game of punch. Oh, oh you're scraping it. There you we, go. We get an R rating. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're scraping it. <laughs> uh, moving on to the category of famous hairless men. Yippee ki yay, my- Mocha. Bruce Willis. Yes. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has no hair on his head. Okay, Mocha. From die hard, man. Mocha tying it up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go Tying bo- it up. 3-3. Three, three. Here we go. Oh. oh okay, oh, here we wow. go. Oh, cough. Okay, uh, famous hairless men is the category. Gentlemen, mini-me. Oh, I got it. That was me. Mocha. No, 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 no. It was Mocha. No, no, no. It was Mocha. Friggin it was Mocha. Vern Troyer. Vern man. Troyer. Oh, man, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, just well, go now ahead. You now you can't say anything. You got yeah. close bags oh. all over your lips. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Final question in the category of famous hairless men. Walt had hair, but his drug selling alter ego didn't. Maury. Oh, <laughs> you answered. You bust too quick. Oh my God! Three. I was just gonna say two, Breaking Bad. One, Walter White. Mocha. No, I said it. Heisenberg. Heisenberg. <laughs> I said Walt had hair, but his drug dealing <laughs> alter ego <laughs> didn't. So stupid. <laughs> Mocha was down three one. Oh, came back oh, to win. Oh my God, Maury! How is that one already wet? Maury has five on his lips. <laughs> already wet. You look prehistoric right now. You know what you look like? Predator. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Oh, yo, yo, open your mouth real quick. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, Mocha. Mocha with uh, one, two, three on his yeah. face. Maury with one, two, three, four, five on his face. The winner of today's round of pinch is Mocha. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I would like to start off by saying I had nothing to do with any of this. Oh, what's happening? Dan Mori has a surprise for Valentine's Day for you. Oh, well, no, it's it's a gift that Roz left in my car for me, and, and I'm in, beyond What moved. did I leave in your car? I don't know. I've I not left nothing in your car. No, I've not opened it yet. This was in the back seat, and read what it says here. To Mori from Roz. To Mori from Roz. I did not leave that in your not car. Not my writing. This is your writing. I, it's not my writing. It actually looks it's, like your writing. It's actually, it's actually not my writing at all. Well, it's certainly not my writing, and I mean, I'm beyond touched. It's not mine, man. Well, I'm not going to argue with the okay, proof. Well, hold on a second here. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, I don't know whether you're doing like a thing right now, but that's, I did not leave that in your car and that is definitely not my writing. So just, just, just to make, be that get, as it may, to get it, facts out. Whether the facts are there or not and whether the facts are truthful, it still says to Maury from Roz. Right, so I'm just going to go with that. You can just, just, you can go with anything, man. But I'm just telling you, I left nothing in your car and whatever's in that box is certainly not from me. So now have at it. Look at now Roz that I've being all coy, I've removed and... myself from the situation. Okay, are you going to open the box? Well, just say it's from you. Why would I say it's from me? <laughs> it's not from me. You just spend this entire time saying it's not from him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Like okay. it's certain, Valentine's Day. There's certain, there was a gift in my backseat. Even if it just say it's from you. No, but there's certain things I'm willing to play along with, but I'm not willing to play along. I'm not going to go. Oh yeah, more. That's right. I did leave something in your car when I clearly didn't. I heard it. Did and, you all hear it? And okay, just please stop. You're exhausting, man. Okay. Like, you're just exhausting. He doesn't know what's do, in the do, box. Can you do anything normal? Okay. The, the answer to that is no. Right? Okay, right. so like, I'm opening funny? this. Maury sets up a whole thing for Valentine's Day, yeah. and it's not like he faked giving me a gift. Like, it, like he faked me giving him a gift, I right? Know. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Okay, so I'm opening the gift from Roz. Yeah, okay. That's a big box. I know, thank you, Roz. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I did my best, you know. Honestly, my first present of the year oh from Ross. Oh my Rod. God, stop it. It's taking forever. Oh my God, I'm so touched. What is it? First of all, it's full of rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. What is it? Roz... This Shut is so up. cool. Just, why don't? Why are you dragging me into this, man? Because like, I didn't. I don't want to be a part of this. You're weird. Then things. you shouldn't have left this gift in my back seat. Are those fake rose petals? Yeah. So oh. that I can reuse them next year. Oh. Glad what is this? This is the best gift I've ever received from you. What is that? I, I don't even know what to say. It's, what is that? It is a doll uh, with Ross's face on it. It's, I'm already going to call him Super Roz. So it's a, it looks like a uh, like a knockoff Superman stuffy, yeah. but only instead of where Superman's face is, it's like a screen print version of my face <laughs> on a, 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 a ill proportioned uh, Superman stuffy body. That looks terrible. Okay. By the way. But thank you so much. Okay. So what's he supposed to do? Or what are you supposed to do with that? Well, I mean, I'm just off the top of my head, I could cuddle nothing, with this. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I don't want to know. Hands were in the wrong spot. I don't want to know at all what your plans are with the doll. I really don't. 
Uh, just no, no, no. Did this no. go the way you uh, expected it to go, Maury? Um, I have no. I mean, this. I just found the box, so I mean, there was no pre-planning of any kind. Oh my god! With the rose petals and everything, but I'm thrilled did, for my Valentine's Day pay, gift. How much did you pay to have somebody make that stupid thing, Maury? How much did you pay? Honestly, I mean, honestly. I mean, I just did a little bit of research in case I was to buy something like this. But yes. It, it turns out you spent $35. <laughs> I spent $35. <laughs> <laughs> on Super Raws. I spent $35 on that? <laughs> That's what I spent $35 on? Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, I've got to, I'm literally going to go home and cuddle with this right now. You're As so opposed weird, to your dude. husband that yeah, you married to. Thank you. Right? Right. On Valentine's Super Day. Super weird. What a diss. <laughs> Weird, man. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Air Transat has direct daily flights to London, England. Now that Meghan and Harry can no longer be royals, <laughs> according to Grandmom <laughs> the Queen, uh, maybe you can go there, have a conversation, and see if you could fill that role. Yeah, I was looking at a map of London the other day. Like, when, so the last time I was there, we stayed in Leicester Square. And we sort of took the double-decker bus all the way around to the back of Hyde Park and then Kensington Palace and then all around. Uh, and that whole thing where you go, you can just walk it and you go up Regent Street. We were there in the winter, so they still had the Christmas lights up. Oh, if nice. you ever get a chance to go to London, England, when just after the holidays, the, the, the Christmas lights that they hang over the entire strip of Regent Street is just so beautiful. And it's the kind of city, and I know we say this every time that we do this, but it's the kind of city of where you want to do the touristy things. Yeah, sure, and it's why not? so worth it to do the touristy things. You got the castles, you got the prehistoric sites, you got the museums, you got the legendary musical venues, you got all the pubs and restaurants. And uh, Roz mentioned, you can you know do the tour by foot, you can do it by bus, you can do it by metro. You can even boat around each of those uh, options, offering you a very unique and different view of the city. Plus, Transat offers multi-city packages to enjoy cities in and around England. To get all the details or even to book right now, visit airtransat.com. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this thing that everybody's doing over the weekend, this stupid trending thing? Never, right. The never have I ever? Okay. Okay. So, first of all, the way that it was worded is so stupid uh, because everybody screwed it up. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. I didn't. Everybody screwed this up. So, it's a list of 20 things. Yeah. Okay? And then they say, so stuff like uh, skip school, broken a bone, fired a gun, done drugs, been in a limo. Okay? And then so it's like, never have I ever. Uh -huh. Right? But then... So they say, give yourself one point for each thing you haven't done. And so everybody was posting what their number was. Uh-huh. Right? But you're supposed to post the number of the things you haven't done as opposed to, why not just post the number of things you have done? Because I guess they did the math and realized there'd be people who have d probably have not done l more. Yeah, but it's just, it's dumb warning. I saw so people what? screwing so, this up all weekend. So the highest score you... The higher the score, the less things you've done? Yes. Oh, okay. Right? It's so dumb. Anyway, uh, so it was uh, give yourself a point. Count okay. on your fingers, okay, everybody? Okay. Okay, everybody. Okay, so give yourself a point for everything you have not done. For okay? you have not. Yes, have not done. Skip school. Broken a bone. Fired a gun. Done drugs. Been in a limo. Gotten a tattoo. Ridden a horse. Oh, you have to start again. Why? Why? Because I haven't been keeping score. What? Why haven't you been keeping He's score? Because you have I'm one job. Okay, try again. What do, else do you have again. to do? Start Other again. Start it's again. the most important thing we're doing. I know. Start again. Start again. Okay, okay. so again. 
A point okay. for everything you have not done. So, uh, yeah, everything okay, okay, you okay. have not done. Okay, start again. Give start yourself again. a point. Okay. okay Skip I'm- school. Okay. Broken a bone. Fired a gun. Done drugs. Been in a limo. Gotten a tattoo. Ridden a horse. Sung karaoke. Got a ticket. Been arrested. Gone zip lighting. Been on TV. Been on a cruise. Gotten a piercing. Smoked. Met a celebrity. Been skydiving. Had a one night stand. Skinny dipped and been drunk. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, oh nine well, things you have not done. I'm giving myself a point for the one night stand one. Why? I don't need to know the difference. I don't need to know the difference. <laughs> Nobody gets. What's, what's your four, number? Four. four. Yeah, yeah, I think four. My, mine was four. I said four, maybe three. <laughs> so I've, not, I've never fired a gun. I've never gone ziplining. I've never done skydiving. Never had a one night stand. Never. What are the other but ones? But you just said that you are counting one night yeah. stand. No, no, I'm not. I'm just yeah. going to say I never have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ridden a horse. I have. I yeah. won a, a medal for it. <laughs> a participation medal. It's not winning a medal <laughs> at all. <laughs> so your number again, Mocha, was four. four. Yeah, four. Mine, was, mine was four, maybe three. What have you yeah. done? I, I'm not going to go into the details. You have to go into no, the No, that's details. private. No, no, no. That's between me and this stupid internet meme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Between me and the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Mocha, did you give yourself a point for or no point for getting arrested? You can't ask those questions, man. It's between me and the meme. Oh, but I want to know. No, that's not how this game works. It said only only put your number. It doesn't say to to list the things that you have not done. Well, no, but it's supposed to spark conversation. Well, then what else have what else is not on your list? Then you got a lot of things. Yeah, I never shot a gun. Never went ziplining. Never skydived. Um, what are the other the last four? The last four. Come on, man. Uh, skinny dipped. I've never skinny dipped. Really? No. But oh, your dad has a pool. So good. Well, I'm not going to go in front of my dad naked. You guys don't do that? No. You don't do family skinny? Only underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, how do you yeah. not do family skinny? Yo, family skinny growing up was the, <laughs> the best. best. Yeah, and I don't even swim. No, it was no, the best. But then that also then means my stepmom has to get naked do, and I Will I'm you just, just do me a favor? Will you please um, call your dad this afternoon and say that for May 2 for weekend you would like to do family skinny? <laughs> okay? <laughs> just tape his yeah, reaction. I also know my dad and he'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm, 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 Time to get mm, naked. With the family <laughs> in the pool. Uh, the family skinny was something we were discussing yesterday. Skinny dipping with the whole family. As adult children. So as not to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep, none weird there. <laughs> Maury's dad has a pool. Uh, Maury's never done the family skinny before. And so we're like, hey, why don't you call your dad and suggest the family skinny because he is the pool owner. And then why don't you also run the idea of the family skinny by your husband, Matthew? Now, I have a funny feeling. I don't know how, because I heard a little bit of the conversation with Maury's dad, Frank. And I'm sort of on the fence about how I think it's going to go. All right. I will tell you this. He called Frank first. Okay. Before having the conversation with Dammit Matthew at home. Got you. Okay. Hi, Daddy. Hi, son. So how are we today? Not bad. Hey, question for you. Yes. What are your thoughts this summer? We have a family skinny. Skinny? Like dipping? Yeah. Well, I suppose it would make a a nice little family 
gathering. And as long as I'm in the, the right conditions of uh, intoxication there, I'm, I'm saying that I'm all for it, yeah. You're all for it. <laughs> yeah, i got to be severely drunk. There you go, Frank. But, yeah, it's going to have to come with some ground rules. Uh-oh. You know that. Ground rules, okay. Like no pictures. Well, obviously you're not going to have any pictures, and I know you with the with the uh, the camera and the taking it through the the whole family photo sessions there. Uh-huh. I don't think this is going to fit into that particular itinerary that day. I would say that uh, keep all sharp objects far away from the from our uh, family skinny dipping. Okay, and another rule will have to be that there will be. No barbecuing allowed on that day there. <laughs> so otherwise, uh, other than these rules, you're all for this. If it brings the family together, then why not? Hold on a second here. Frank just turned the family skinny into to the, like, nude family day. Like, he wants to do, like, nude picnic. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> nude barbecue. Uh, but no photo session. But... <laughs> So then, with that information... All right, now it's now all that he's set got up. the approval... Oh! ...from Frank, Dan and Maury takes that information and delivers it to his husband, Dan and Matthew. Hmm? Matthew. What? I was talking with my dad. Oh, God. What? Frank and I spoke, and um, we're thinking this summer at the pool, we're going to have a family skinny. A what? A family skinny. What's that? It better not be what I think it means. You know, where you're all naked in the pool... That's, yeah, dream on, that's not happening. No, it is. Uh, Frank's into it. My dad's totally into it. Maury, I'm not going naked with my mother-in-law and father-in-law. What if it's boys only? No, it's the wrong guys. It's the family skinny. My dad is up for it. Something we can all bond together. Don't you want to bond with my Ain't nobody skinny here. Only me. We're not doing this, so you can just drop it. Don't you want to get naked with me in the pool? No. Don't you want to get naked with my dad and me in the pool? Definitely hell no. Why do I need to be naked in the pool? Just be naked with me. We could be naked in our own, the confines of our own home. What, do you want a sword fight in front of your parents? Yes! <laughs> He's up for it, I'm up for it, you're the only man out. Maury, it's not happening. Why? Honestly, drop it. You don't want them to think that you don't participate. Maury, you're testing me today. Nobody naked. Nobody nude. Nobody naked. Nothing. That's what bathing suits were invented for. How about we go into the bathtub now and have our own no. family skinny? That bathtub is property of mine only. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your husband dissed you so hard. Wow. Like on multiple occasions. First wow. of all, he said... He doesn't want to be in the pool with you guys because you are the wrong guys. The wrong guys. Second of all, he said, ain't nobody skinny except for him. <laughs> and he doesn't even want to hop into the tub with you at home after that conversation. <laughs> oh, so much fire. <laughs> you need to reevaluate your life. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Lisa. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, so we want to check in with you. We talked to you on uh, Thursday as part of Razamoka's Fix My Life. And you had said to us that uh, you're recently divorced. And you yeah. just started seeing this guy. 
you have kids, he's got kids. Uh, it's kind of difficult for the two of you to kind of spend time alone together. And it was going to be your first Valentine's Day weekend yes. together. And you were kind of looking for uh, things to do in and around the city, uh, a little bit on a budget because you're both kind of strapped for cash right now. And yes. we had like an overwhelming amount of support and suggestions of things that the two of you guys could do. One of the recommendations that Roz had made was, you know, maybe you guys just go out for a night of bowling and hanging out, right? Another yeah. suggestion was maybe you just get a hotel room and just hang out with one another, uh, not necessarily get room service. Maybe you pack a picnic and you just enjoy each other's uh, company's face-to-face. We had a couple of suggestions. People said, hey, go axe throwing. Maybe find a Groupon for uh, something super cheap that you guys can do again where you are spending, you know, FaceTime together and still have an opportunity to uh, to speak with one another. Yes. So what did you wind up doing with your guy for Valentine's Day? Well, we liked the idea of the staycation. So I had actually um, was looking into booking a hotel downtown and we were going to do the board game cafe as you guys suggested. Oh, oh yes. yeah, that's right. Snakes and lattes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But as it turns out, a couple hours after we spoke, I won the Hamilton ticket lottery and <gasps> we ended up going to see Hamilton. No! Oh, are you really? serious? Yeah, completely. And they were like the best seats we could have imagined. They were, we looked them up. They were about 500 bucks a pop. We had orchestra. Wow. Jeez, how was the show? It was amazing. It was excellent. It was like, we couldn't have asked for a better Valentine's. It worked out so well. Oh, that's really, so good. Huh? Yeah, I know. It was amazing. We went for a really nice dinner downtown. We had a nice share of bottles of wine. Um, and then enjoyed the show and walked around the city a bit. It was really, really nice. Wow! So you're like you're like Maura. You like put the playing the lotto into an actual life plan. Like when you, you know what I mean? It's like God, we got no plans. I got no money for Valentine's Day. I gotta like join like some sort of lotto. Yes. It was actually the first time I even entered the lottery. Oh, wow. So. Good for you. So crazy. Good for you. I know people are having a real yeah. hard time getting tickets for uh, for Hamilton. That's ama- amazing. That's amazing. So you guys had a wonderful night. Was it like romantic? And Because my, my fear with things like going to a movie or going to a play or going to you know theater or anything like that is that it doesn't give you the opportunity to talk. Right. No, it's true. So, how did you? How do you feel that the weekend went with your fellow? With like dealing with like this sort of communication and sharing feelings and being romantic and all that stuff. Do you think that you still got to do that, even though you you went to see Hamilton? Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, because we we well, we had a long drive down to the city, so we had time together then, and we made sure we went down nice and early. We went to a bar beforehand and sat and talked and had a drink, and then we had a long, long leisurely dinner. We ordered lots of appetizers and spent lots of time talking and. It was actually, it was, it was really, really, really great. Yeah, you guys had a good time. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But I mean, you guys made great suggestions. Any of those things would have also been awesome. It just happened to work out that this was a, a great opportunity for us. Well, I mean, no, it doesn't. I, I, you can suggest, you know, going bowling all day long until somebody wins tickets to go see Hamilton. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. There was there was really no choice, but I appreciated the idea. That's oh, awesome. We're so happy that things uh, things worked out for you guys on Valentine's Day. Yeah, thanks so much for your advice, guys. It was great. Thank you for listening. No problem. Anytime. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I know that this really doesn't apply to. You and I, but because I forget that a lot of people hate the sound of their own voice. Mm. 
and I'm going through numbers here. So they did a survey, asked people how comfortable they were hearing a recording of their own voice, which I, I would think that years ago, the numbers would be much greater than what they are. Like, I remember years ago, like, if, I, if my mom called the house when she was at work and had to leave a voice message for me on the answering machine. Yeah. And then like if, if I got home late and then I go to check the messages which are on speaker and then like she heard her own voice, like she would cringe like, like, oh, like yeah. it sounds weird, right? But I would think now in 2020 that with everything that we do that's recorded, like our phones and videos and everything else, I would think that people would be very comfortable with hearing the sound of their own voice. No, there's still people that don't. I, I know my husband hates the sound of his voice. Really? Yeah. Um, so they asked people, do you hate the sound of your own voice? Uh-huh. And majority said yes, 40% right? 40% of oh. people said that they didn't like it. Oh, 40, Almost, wow. Yeah, yeah. Almost 50% said they're, quote, mostly fine, uh-huh. including 23% who said that they are very comfortable and another nine, damn it, Maury, uh, who loved it. Well, I didn't always until it got deeper. Please. When? Well, you know, it was not too long ago that uh, it got really deeper. But so you I, just hit puberty five <laughs> seconds ago. But I, I have, I've watched videos of myself from school. You watching videos yeah. of yourself? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah and uh, you know, there are times when I used to host Ledbury Liars it. Club, the school I went to, and my voice was really high. But now, since then, it's drastically it. dropped. He sounded like a forefather. Yeah, like, a big guy. <laughs> no, I'm just one father. Uh, listen to him. You <laughs> loved your voice. I've never met anybody who loved their voice as much as you love your voice. I do enjoy the sound of my voice. So, I think so that it's what? taken for you know, granted. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so every now and then, Dan Mori will uh, voice the commercials that you hear. Oh, right. And if a commercial with his voice airs oh, when the show is, is on, Mori in his other room, as soon as he hears it, yeah. will turn the volume up. all the way up. All the way up. To hear the commercial. To yeah. study no. what it is that I've done. Right. And also closes his eyes, too, yeah. right? Like it's, when he does it's it. really weird. Oh, it's really weird. Have I ever done that in the car with you, Ross? Oh, my God. Every single time. I'll be in the middle of something. I could be telling Maury, like, and I don't mean just like some frivolous, like, life story. Like, I could be confessing to the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> and, I was there. I did. And, yeah. And, and Maury will shush me when one of his commercials comes on the radio. Like, just, he, like, cranks it all, he cranks it all the way up and just, like, closes his eyes again because it's Maury while he's driving. But I'm like Ed totally Sheeran safe. hearing one of his songs, you know? Like, I'm sure Ed Sheeran <laughs> in the studio or in the car, maybe Ed Sheeran with his wife. Say you know, Ed Sheeran one more time. Thing. I dare you, man. I dare you. You know, if you're in the studio, like Ed Sheeran. Right. <laughs> hey, shut up now. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hang on. There's something I wanted to talk to you about here. Ooh. Like something on your mind? Oh, so a Bachelor is doing summer games this year. <gasps> Are they really? Oh my yeah. God, I love that idea. I so, remember, do you remember when they did uh, winter games? It was only like, it was uh, two weeks. It was two weeks and it was and it, and it was awesome. And that is where, um, was it, what's his last name? Is it Kevin Went? Is that yeah. who it is? Um, where, because he did that one season of... Bachelor, he was in Bachelor Canada, right? Mm. Yeah. And then they brought him in for the sort of international thing. And then that's when the international eyes got on him. It's sort of just like he threw him to the top of, you know, all Look at of, him now uh, doing Crest commercials. Bachelor Nation, right? Yeah. It's, it's, he, he sort of got, he got on the, he got on the wheel because of it. So I like when they do these. I like when they do, oh my uh, God, I can't winter games. Wait. 
So uh, following 2018's Bachelor Winter Games, the franchise is adding another spinoff uh, with a summer version of the Olympic take. Oh, right? Yes. Um, ABC oh, Senior I Vice President wait. of Alternative Programming said this week that a spinoff will air before Bachelor in Paradise. So they're still going to do oh Paradise. God. What? Yes. <gasps> Hold on. This yeah. changes everything because I love Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So it's like I like that. I like Paradise better than like The Bachelor and oh, dude, The Bachelorette. Really? So you're telling me I get Bachelor's Summer Games, yeah, followed by Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. It's yeah. like four hours. Yeah, I bro. know. They say Summer Games will be its own thing and it'll run. Um, it'll be Bachelor at Summer Games is what they're saying. Oh, so what's nice Summer about games. Summer Games is when they did Winter Games, they say uh, Bachelor was still airing. So it was a lot. This summer games and then Paradise will start. So it's gonna go, they're not gonna overlap like they oh, did like they did last okay, time. Okay, right? okay, so there okay. will be no there's gonna be no overlapping. Okay, uh, okay. So yeah, I'm so that's that. that's happening, which is gonna be awesome. Yeah. But I don't I, know. I love that. I don't know when it's gonna debut. Well, it's got to be during the Olympics, right? Yeah. Now, I didn't. I don't remember Winter Games. Did they have them do like competitions and they stuff? Did, like, yeah. did they have to? I remember they did the opening ceremony parade, which was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. Yeah. Uh, no, they was, make them compete in yeah. like various events. Right. Uh, this season, man, that pilot Pete guy's got to go. Yeah, you know what? He's got to go. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm still watching the show. Yeah. But I'm just not interested anymore. I think. Well, because the Victoria F was outed as a. Uh, a home wrecker the other meet, night yeah. and my favorite part was that it was a hometown date so he was supposed to meet her family and he showed up with flowers for her because i guess the producers are like here make sure you give her flowers <clears throat> but when he showed up and they were going to sit on the stoop and have this conversation where he called her a home wrecker uh he had flowers in his hand and he didn't even like hand them to her or put them on, on the stair or on the stoop up above them he like walked over and then just like threw them on the lawn like he put them in the dirt yeah and then just here's sat down these flowers. Here's what I think of these flowers do you ever wish you were single so you could be on these shows i've never wished that i'm single more i can say that confidently no, do you right wish now you're single so no you could do these shows no it doesn't no. matter how you spot you phrase <laughs> no. it or do you add or take away yeah, no no so same maybe thing, you didn't bro. hear me do you ever wish that you were single okay hold on so Stop. that you no stop do you wish we know that you wish you were single but do you wish you were single also to be on a show but i don't wish i was single i wish i was single so that i could do these shows like i love so, being in the relationship that i am in with my husband but right. oh my god it would be like so it. cool to be single to do those shows Right, but so you would want to be what? The gay bachelor? But we've talked about this. Gay bachelor would never work. Why not? Because it's just all dudes who are attracted to other dudes. So they would all hook up with each other yeah, and look, you're you, on the outside you, of the mansion. You'd walk, in. You'd walk, no, you'd walk, you'd walk <laughs> into the room and you'd be like, hey guys. Um, yeah, totally. Hey, hey guys. You'd be like tapping people who are already making out. Being like, hey, can I get some alone time? And you're the bachelor. <laughs> and they're like, can no, I, we're good. Can I, can, I, can I steal you for a minute? Oh my God, this is such a great idea. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't do it. Yeah. Like they would have to be fully committed to the process of just going after like, like all of them would have to pinky swear that they're okay. going to, that they're no, going to keep it together. Be like red shirts and blue shirts. Red shirts can't flirt with blue shirts or something. Yeah, because that <laughs> works, right? But then what happens if red shirts no, but, and red but, shirts are going to? No, but Mario, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. Oh, come okay, on, man. everybody would then have to have a red shirt, and you would be the only one 
wearing a blue shirt. Oh. Right? Like, you couldn't do Gay Bachelor. Like, it would just, first of all, I would watch that. I would 100% <laughs> watch some egomaniac try and convince 20 people that he's better than all of them. Yeah. Right? Like, I just keep getting denied. Yeah, I just keep getting denied. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm just reading a story about how on The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, I, it shouldn't be all that surprising to me. Because so Some much things of are set it, up in their face. Yeah, um, yeah. Like what? But everybody was pointing out that when they did hometowns on Monday, mm-hmm. Kelsey, who's the blonde, yes, that went home before he decided that he's going to just go with his type and pick three women that look the exact same, and who are not right for him at all. Um, everybody was talking about how Kelsey's hometown, uh-huh. that the house they were in, wasn't their house. What? And this happens frequently wait, 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 wait. on The Bachelor. It happens frequently. What do you mean? It's on The Bachelor. Like, whose so house was it then? Oftentimes, families will, if they have somebody in the family that is like a rich uncle or mm-hmm. like a grandfather that has money and he's got like some big ranch, they'll use that house. Because it looks the, better the, on TV? As the family house, yeah. But in this case, they, and this, they've done this before, which is they just rent one and stage it. So, because they don't want a reg, quote unquote regular house I that guess, looks ugly to I, I appear guess, but I, but on part television? Of the, well, a one bedroom condo is not as exciting, I guess, as a mansion. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. It wasn't even. I mean, they live in Virginia Beach. Like, how hard is it to get a house in Virginia Beach for yeah. God's sake? Um, but uh, but no. So I don't know. I, I liked when they go around the house and they're like, "This is my room," you know, yeah. and and you see them on The Bachelor, and there are these women who are done up, and they have these dresses, and everything is like boom. But you realize they're only like five years away from being fifteen, uh-huh. you know, so they still have like fifteen-year-old kid things in their room, and I always kind of like that, right? Like I always yeah. think it's like kind of fun when they do that tour. But I've realized in in so many of these last seasons of The Bachelor that when they do these hometown visits, that part of the show is gone now. That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't exist anymore. Like, don't you remember that one time where that one woman brought The Bachelor home to where she lived, or maybe it was the other way? Maybe it was the guy. The taxidermy? And and they lived in total like squalor, like it was weird. Like, oh yeah, and the taxidermy house. Right? Right? Like, remember that? You go down to the basement and it's all these like... Just animals everywhere. So, so that aspect of the show, and I, and it's it's gone now. Yeah. And I, but I didn't realize when it went. Hmm. I didn't realize that with the, with the hometowns. Now, what you get is they sit around with the sisters, and the dad is like, "What are your intentions?" And you can ask permission. All this other garbage, right? Yeah. But you never get those weird eccentricities from the families anymore on The Bachelor. They've done away with those hmm. on I the show. Why. I don't know because those were super interesting. They're um, Robbie Amell. His wife, yeah. Italia Ricci, yeah. she was in a show in a movie recently that was on W Network that my wife and I watched, okay, right? Okay, yeah. Where on the show, she played, her character was a contestant on a reality dating show. Okay. And the producer, and it was Hometowns, yeah. right? Oh, it's so no. funny that you bring this up yeah. because the producer of the show went to scope out her family home. And was like, here's what we're going to change. Here's what we're going to change. We're going to stage this. We're going to stage this. Going to stage this. Have to make it look nice for television. Yeah. And then during 
right before the hometown, quote unquote hometown, she walked into her house yeah. that she grew up in and yeah. was like, I don't recognize any of yeah. this. Yeah, that's what they do. They like, stay, this is not, know? this is yeah. not the house that I grew up in. That's not far off from what actually happens. Right. But only they go as far as to just put the whole family in a rented house. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Catherine Reitman is here. Hey, guys. Hello. How you doing, girl? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. Working Mom, season four, finally, at uh, 9.30 tonight on CBC. It's funny because it was only like two weeks ago that my wife, because my wife and I are massive fans of the show. So cool. And like two weeks ago, she's like, when the hell is Working Mom's coming Uh-huh. Back? And Here I was like, are. ironically, guess what? Uh, because we were like, no offense, super pissed at last season's season finale. Tell me why you were pissed. Because of the freaking cliffhanger. you I did the cliffhanger. More, I wanted one more episode. Or like five more minutes just to see how that last scene played out. It's true. It's true. The cliffhangers are brutal, but they also, they set you up for such an exciting season. Don't you think? Like some I know. of your favorite shows do that. And like the first like 45 seconds of tonight's season premiere was done, I thought, like perfectly because you still had me like a little bit pissed off at your character. Because <laughs> I was like. You were mad at me. I was. Because I was like. There's only one decision to be made here. Interesting. Oh. I'm, I'm really curious to how people respond. Yeah, I mean, the, the first minute, all, all answers are given to you yes. last night on the premiere, 9.30. But I do feel like there's going to be a lot of pushback because either way, it's controversial. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's between, so whether it's Mike or Nathan. Now, here's the thing is that you know what your character does and where she goes. I do. But also, you have this whole time been listening to fans. Yes. And, and where they want things to go. Oh, yeah. So what has that been like for you knowing and where fans like Mocha right now knows that it should only really go in one direction? Should it? So, uh, but that's what I'm saying. That's what, okay, so, so I've, I hear all the time that some people are Team Nathan, Summer Team Mike. Yes. Can you imagine if you were married, had kids, your husband has an affair, the opportunity at that moment to start fresh with someone else? Else, who just wants to see you for you, not Please. as the mother of your kids. Please. Very sexy, very exciting. Yes. But then he's always the father of your kids. He's always going to be in your life. You have a family together. But other people have made that situation work. It's true. Right? But There's, can Kate? I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> you have to be, this has to be a great place for you to be able to do this cliffhanger because people can only do the season ending cliffhanger that is life changing for its lead character when you know your show is coming back. When you're at that point of where you're confident enough in the show that you know that you can do this big cliffhanger. Otherwise it would be deemed reckless. Right. <laughs> which I might be deemed. <laughs> but it worked. Thank but it, you. But it worked. Thank right? You. So congratulations on getting to that point because not everybody can do that. It, it's insane. We're beyond lucky and the fans, particularly in Canada, have just been incredible. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Reitman is here, Working Mom, CBC, tonight at 9.30, season four premiere. The guy that plays your husband, Nathan, on the show is your real life husband. Real life lover. Okay, so, is it weird for you to hear people maybe badmouth <laughs> him, a, his character right. on the show, but you're like really married to him. Of course it is. It's got to be so much more complicated for him, right? I mean, yeah. every time we go to a restaurant, we're worried about the waitress touching his eggs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. His actual, uh, the food, the eggs, yes. to be clear. <laughs> yeah, he, he, the poor guy, he's a saint. He's totally yeah. a saint. Yeah. Uh, dude, because I'm at, when, with a show like this, people are like, oh, you know, they meet you and they're like, oh, you're sort of similar. Like you have the same sort of smile, <laughs> you get the same attitude, you talk the same way. And people like that. But like, are you forever with your husband going, no, but he's nothing like his character. 
You're totally right. I'm so similar to Kate. And he is so different from Nathan. And more people are probably meeting him and they just shake their heads in disgust right. when they meet him. While you're while you're writing this and he knows sort of what the situation is at home, are you are you constantly joking with him? if he doesn't do something around the house that you will leave him, but in the show, you know what I mean? Like you hold the power right now. That would be so bitter and awful. Of course I do that. Of course I do that. Every single day. That's how you make a marriage work. Take note, ladies. Uh, Morgan Moms at 9.30 tonight. Season 4 premiere on CBC. I'll tell you um, one final thing. Part of the reason why my wife and I love this show is because the different characters that you have within the show all have kids at different stages of their lives. So right now, for my wife and I, we're kind of parallel to your character with your oldest, who's in the show, I believe, is four years old. Nice. And our little guy is almost three. So kind of like following that, uh, the similar, not problems, but situations. That- I believe they call it three-nature. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I have a three-nager right now, and they're crazy. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Very defiant. Catherine Reitman, uh, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, wait. Yeah. Your brother's doing Ghostbusters. What he can you tell sure about is. <laughs> I can tell you that he's going to do a fantastic job. It comes yeah. out this summer. I'm have sure you, you guys have seen the trailer. I ha- I've seen little clips, and have everything I've seen has looks amazing. Yesterday was family day. He didn't show it to you? What I kind of brother is that? On family brother. day, ruined family day like brother. that. <laughs> Believe me, if my brother was doing Ghostbusters and he didn't show it to me on family day, he would not be my brother anymore. That's all it takes. <laughs> You're out of the family. Hilarity. <laughs> Catherine Raymond, we love you so much. Thank you for joining Thanks us on the Roz and Morgan Show. Can I have a little air horn to get yeah. me out of here? Yes, go. Oh, do it. On. You know I love me some air horn on this show. I totally what, forgot what? about that. I totally forgot about that. Catherine Raymond, everybody. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you have a favorite color? Because I'm fascinated. Blue. I'm fascinated by this. So I blue love is your favorite blue, color. Yeah. Okay, so they say this. So what your favorite color, what's your favorite color and how does it make you feel? So they asked 25,000 people all over the world and had them come up with one word they most associate with their favorite color. Okay, and here's what they found. So your favorite color is what? Blue, and I'll tell you my one word. I don't know if it's on this list or not. Yes. Blue makes me happy. Makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. More. Do you have a favorite color? Yours is black, right? No, I would, no. Uh, black and white aren't on this. Like they're looking oh. for legit colors. Those aren't colors. They're shades. Stop it, Maury. Um, what? Um, what's your favorite color? Uh, it used to be blue. Now it is lavender. Lavender. Let me see if lavender's on my list, Mister. Which Fancy. is kind of purple. Well, no, it's a pink yet purple. So okay. So your favorite color is pink. Um, <laughs> well, hold on here. No, purple's on here. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So your favorite color is purple because it's on the list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turquoise is on here. Uh, so what do you want to go with? Purple, Maury? Sure. Okay, yeah. so uh, they say purple, orange, and oh, white is on here. Uh, bring up feelings of... Here's God. This is the most Maury thing ever. What, 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 oh, what, what? Go ahead, guess, Mocha. <sighs> Luxury. Oh, please. And who is the most luxurious in this room? Luxury. Uh, they say that the calmest colors are uh, dark blue, turquoise, and light pink. Light Not pink. red? No, light pink is my favorite color. No, red is rage, man. Yeah. Uh, turquoise is associated with cheerfulness along with dark yellow and hot pink. I actually like hot pink. Uh, purple, orange, and white uh, bring up feelings, as we said, of luxury. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, red is seen as a positive color. Huh. And uh, blue, red, and orange are associated mocha because your favorite color was blue. Yeah. With strength. Holla! That's right. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. Uh, according to the survey, the world's favorite color. Ooh, okay. The world's favorite color. Oh, I'm going to say green. Mocha. The world's favorite color. Yes. You know what? I'm going to say the world's favorite color is blue. The world's favorite color is blue. It is so funny because what did you say, Maury? Green. Green. Mocha, you said blue. Blue, yeah. Uh, They said, according to the study, the world's favorite color is a blue-green mix. Oh. (laughs) Well, because... Oh, yeah. My reason is strong and luxurious. Which is basically teal. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't know what... uh, Whitney Houston's relationship was with her sister-in-law. But to me, it sounds like she's in it for the buck. Let me read you this story. Okay. Okay, so we know that Whitney Houston's going on tour, like her hologram. What? Right? Oh, right. Yes. I thought they canceled that. No. Oh, Next should. week, it starts in Europe. Oh, God. Okay, and Whitney Houston's sister-in-law says fans will love it, saying this. Now is just the right time. In the spirit of Whitney, I know we're doing all the right things. This is what Pat Houston says, who's also the uh, for her former manager and executive uh, executor of uh, Whitney's estate. She goes on to say that Whitney was planning an unplugged tour yeah, right. before her 2012 death. Yeah, right. That idea serves as the inspiration behind an evening with Whitney Houston, the Whitney Houston hologram tour. Pat says, this is something that she wanted to do. I got very emotional watching this because it is so, so close to what she wanted. The only thing that's missing is her. No, no, no. It's so, so close to the dollar amount that this woman needs to help get out of the debt that she's probably in right now. She's trying to sell this hologram tour as this is something Whitney wanted. Absolutely not. What living artists is like, first of all, nobody would ever say that. Listen, I'm going to take this tour off. Why don't you guys go out with the hologram and I'll, I'll like join you. I'll <laughs> yeah. hit you up when you guys are in Australia. I'll, sure. I'll do a couple I'll dates in Australia. There. Yeah. Other than Lamar, that. Let me know when you plan on going to Vegas. Yeah. Other right? than that, man, just go up with a hologram for like who wants to go just to Just add Canada? me to find friends right. and I'll see where you're at. And maybe you. I'll show up. Thank you. What is this? What are you, what are you playing Moncton? Who wants to? No, I'm not playing Canada. Okay, <laughs> you guys, you do Canada with the hologram. I'll see y'all in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the license plate fiasco. I saw my first this morning, my first oh, new license you? plate that you couldn't read. Oh, I saw a couple I yesterday see. in a parking lot. Can I say... When they announced the new license plate and as soon as they released them, yeah. it was like everybody ran out to get that new license plate. Because within the first couple of days, I've seen them popping up on more and more cars. Uh, and now yeah. I see them everywhere. Yeah. I feel like the oddball that doesn't have the new license plate, but yeah. now I want one. Yeah, they're um They're ugly, but they're ugly. But you can't see them at night, which I know. is perfect. I know. <laughs> everybody wants to No that offense, plate. everyone. Also, what's up, snitches? Yeah. Right? But no, it was a cop that originally took the picture and posted it. That's the problem. Snitch. I know, I know. Uh, Premier Doug Ford uh, had said that they are working with the manufacturer of the new license plates to address the issue. No, no, no. They have other things to do. Um, You know, settle the teachers first, man. Then go and get the license plates fixed. Uh, The problem was first uh, raised, as we just mentioned, over the weekend when an off-duty police officer posted a picture (laughs) of an unreadable plate in a well-lit parking lot at night. You're off-duty, bruh. I know. Why you got to be so busy? Right? Right? Like, just go to Walmart and get your bread. Yeah, don't be so busy. 
Buy your yeah, t-shirts. I know. Get your socks. Right. And then go back home. Yeah. You're off duty. Yeah, That exactly. means you don't have to work. Exactly. I don't like, I don't, you know, go out. I was going to say go out, but I can't even lie because I don't go out. So like, I don't like go home. <laughs> and like interview Catherine. Yeah, and yeah. And film it. And Thank you. It. <laughs> Stop being so busy. <laughs> That's so right? True. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Consumer Services Minister Lisa Thompson says that the plates were designed in partnership with 3M Canada. In a statement, 3M says, we stand behind our products and are actively providing solutions to the Ontario government to address the readability issues now, we uh, as quickly Just as possible. Alone. Right? Got other things to do. You yeah. guys are so, listen, man. Snitches, other, all of you. Yeah, you move on to the next project. Come back to this one later. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hello? I thought, like, uh, Who is this? It's Maury. I'm outside. Oh. oh, what are you outside for? Because I wanted to see what snowball packing snow felt like. I've never made one before. You've never made a snowball before? Maury walked out of here like five minutes ago, and I was like, dude, don't like just storm out of here with a bad look on your face. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to go do something creative. Um, okay. <laughs> so, okay, so you've never made a snowball. Now, the trick with a snowball, Maury, where are you, by the way, just in front of the building? Yeah, and I've made one, and the cool thing is when you crunch it into your hand, it automatically knows to go into a snowball. Okay, but here's the thing with a snowball. Like, when oh, you... by the way, I'm standing in front of the only bank I'm allowed in, a snowbank. Uh, the th- trick with a snowball is you have to have something to throw it at. So what's your target? Cars. No, dude, honestly. I have no target. Like, I guess a wall? But what, like, no, you need a target. Okay, the tree over there. Okay, how far away? What about the street sign? Yeah, but I mean, everything. I, sure. you, hold on a second. Just can you just not make everything that you do so difficult? Yeah. <laughs> everything you do is the most difficult way to do oh. something. Pick a target. Also, be rational. Also, before you throw the snowball, did you take a bite just to make sure that the consistency is right? No. That's yeah. how you check them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like an apple. All right. And? Tastes like salty water. Cool. Yeah, oh, cool. perfect. Salt. Snow's not supposed to taste like salt, man. Um, okay, so what's your target? Tree. Okay, how far is the tree? Um, I would say like five of me lying down. <sighs> Again, why is everything the most difficult way? Yeah. Like, make an assessment, man. How, how far is the okay. tree? I would say like two car lengths. Okay, two car lengths. So that's like what? Like, what are we talking? 20 feet? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is great, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hit it. No, you didn't. You're such a liar. You're such a liar. You're such I a really liar. Did. No, uh-huh. you're such a liar. Uh huh. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. We don't have to prove you wrong. You're the one that makes the accusation that you hit the tree. Yeah. <laughs> you have to prove us right. I don't believe <laughs> oh. that you're even outside right now. No, you're a snowball. Yeah. I have a feeling you're like in a room just around the ho- yeah. around the corner here. Yeah. Maury, are you? Hold are you- on. Watch. Watch. Yeah. Excuse me. Am I outside? Yeah. Watch. Oh, totally outside. Yeah. See. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me, my Excuse me, my outside. You look like a crazy person right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, this is great. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, mom. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to bring uh, Shem in here real quick. Shem works on the Roz and Mocha Show. Mm-hmm. If you saw City Line yesterday, yeah, you were on City Line with Tracy Moore, who we love. Yes, yes, definitely. How you doing, was. Shem? Um, as part of uh, Black History Month, and this is more of uh, what we're going to talk about a little bit more on the serious side of things. Mm-hmm. And Shem, how long have you been with Kiss 92.5 now? Wow, almost nine like, years. Nine years, yeah, right? Nine and then years. working with the Raza Mocha Show for... for... About two. So, Shem, for 
longer than two years, because I remember you showed me a couple of messages from like a few years ago, um, has been the subject of some pretty nasty DMs mm-hmm. from people. And the one that really sparked, you know, for CityLine to, to invite Shem in, this was sent, what, two weeks ago? Uh, yeah. Last week? This is about, no, this is about, about almost three weeks ago. This is a DM. This is an actual DM from somebody, mm-hmm. okay? Let me explain something to you. You dark, you dark stupid, N-word, F-word. I hope you go F yourself into a seizure and paralyze yourself. Hate your kind. Mm-hmm. That is an actual DM from somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's, you know, uh, you know, it's I. So anyway, Sham, hello. Hi. Uh, so the discussion that you had yesterday on, on City Line was based around what? Um, how to stop this or how you feel about this? Or what was a sort of, what did you guys get into? Uh, honestly, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, they asked me how I felt about it and how we as Canadians can sort of combat racism because you're never going to stop trolls people will always say what they want to say no matter what but mm-hmm. how do we sort of address issues of racism right. in this country and what was what's your what are your feelings on it like how do you feel when you read that obviously terrible nobody would feel good reading that yeah. but, but what is what are your feelings towards a person who would write that um I, I, honestly my first my first thought is that I was more upset that I wasn't upset mm-hmm. or more upset about it because I was just sort of like yeah you almost get you almost kind of get used to it yeah right I mean this which not, is unfortunate that's really unfortunate it's not something that happens to me every single day but you yeah. know we're we're in this climate we recognize what trolls do we recognize what the things that people say um it's jarring at first like it's really mm-hmm. jarring to read something like that because it wasn't it wasn't as if it was like a response to something that I had posted mm-hmm. it was just, just came out of nowhere it just sort of came out of nowhere right mm-hmm. and not, not that that would make it any better because it doesn't um, I was jarred by it but I also was more in hindsight when I think about it I'm like wow I'm not I'm not totally surprised, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I know it just, it just doesn't happen to me. It happens to people constantly, Oof, dude. right? I imagine what you guys might get, some of the stuff that you guys might get. You guys are out there, right? People um, have wished death on me in some very, oh, yeah. very yeah. creative ways, yeah. like very creative ways, yeah. Uh, let me play this. This was from City Line yesterday with Tracy Moore. I found uh, pretty interesting. Please also, if you are a black person and you're fighting that fight every day, also forgive yourself if you can't fight every fight. Yes. Yeah, I, I let a lot go because yeah. I can't, I don't have the energy. I need to have the energy to be a wife and a mother and all of these other things you can't fight all the time it's important to have white allies though right like i like jane who will step up and speak about these things because you know we were talking kind of off camera but like you get tired of talking about it sometimes exhausted imagine how tired we are yeah and that's the the thing i was going to ask you shem is when you get these messages right are you at the after reading them and thinking about it like you get tired of being like Frig, I got to go through this again. Or I'm getting a message like this again. And then like it just consumes you. You know what? At first, because yeah, it, these things definitely sort of can consume you for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do, you do, you kind of get tired of feeling like, oh, like, wow, I have to kind of come up with another solution or I have to come up with a way to end this. You, you just get tired. That's why in the clips, talking about having uh, white allies is so important, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, having that voice. Uh, hearing me talk about racism is one thing, mm-hmm. right? Hearing somebody uh, in a position, um, like a white person, sort of speak about it, it resonates very differently. Mm. It really does. There's a viciousness to um, to terrible people, and people will say things that 
deliberately will hurt somebody. And there's so many times that somebody will say something that is just vile and racist and or or violent or whatever it is. And I'm not because these people have no followers and they have nothing like they. And so I'm always torn with is this a legitimate person who is actually racist or is this even somewhat worse, which is a vile person who is just looking to deliberately hurt me. So they choose to say something that is the most hurtful. Yes. Like it's almost something that they don't even believe in. What they mm-hmm. believe in is I just want to hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think that's sort of uh, what made me sort of say, eh, I mean, yeah. I get yeah. it because you're right. Uh, I have no idea if this person is a, you know, somebody that I know or if it's just somebody who, as you said, is just trying to. Because I think it was like, it was a, like when you damage, look it up, like, like just a burn. Damage, it's not a real right? account, right? It's, it's a, a burner account. account. Yeah, well, it's not yeah. a real, I mean, the second I looked up the account, the account was gone. Of course. Right? Yeah, 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 and of course yeah, that's going to yeah. happen. But you're absolutely right, yeah. right? You know, you got to kind of. And you also have to have a measured response for that thing. Yeah. You can't react to every single thing that because happens, it, Because right? when you start dealing with stuff like that, like let me ask you this question, right? If it is legitimately, and, and I don't want to sort of split the two because they're both ugly, but if something is legitimately, you know, like racist, right? You can say attribute that to a lot of things where you then as a person who's black get sort of caught up in that. It's part of the life that you have to live, right? But when it's somebody who maybe isn't like that, but they're just vicious and want to cause maximum damage to you, it becomes more personal. Absolutely, yeah. Because then you're like, why well, you why specifically? Me? Like, why are you specifically? Like, did, did you just search through your Instagram feed and see my profile and yeah. say, I'm coming after somebody that So is that like maddening you? then? Uh, it can be, yeah. yeah. Because he, there was a couple days afterwards, I'm like, well, who the hell would write this? Like, right. why would somebody write yeah. this specifically about me? But I also really believe in not allowing myself to be made to feel like a victim, right? right? You can't let this kind of stuff consume you. Yeah. Yeah. It's important Good. to talk about the issues around it, but you just can't allow it to consume and, you. Uh, well, we will get the uh, that segment from City Line up on our website, kiss925.com. Thank you very much, Sham. Thank you, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, if it is your birthday today, oh. that's always special to have your birthday on Valentine's Day. Uh, you share your birthday with Freddie Highmore, a.k.a. The Good Doctor. Is that show The Good Doctor? You ever seen the oh, show The, the Good, Good Doctor? Doctor? Yeah. Oh, Oh wow! Damn. No, no. Let me. No, when they started down that show, it was I watched the first couple episodes and I liked it. I liked the idea of it, right? Yeah. And then when they started having like they run out of storylines with these shows, and now like women are fighting over him. Okay. All you have to do is just say "Happy Birthday, Freddie." <laughs> Happy Birthday, Freddie. Right. But I'm like, I liked the show when it first started because I thought it was a great character. I liked the relationship that he had with his. It was like his neighbor, or his caretaker, or something like that, or the person who helped him out. They had a great relationship, and then all of a sudden, it just becomes everything becomes Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is terrible now. Sorry, go on. All you had to do was say "Happy I, Birthday, I watched, Freddie." I had Birthday, Freddie, but I watched Grey's last <laughs> night. Uh, I'm done. I'm done with Grey's Anatomy. Okay, why? Because it's awful. Now, okay. yeah, it's really awful. And any hardcore Grace fan who's invested the amount of time in Grace that I have, you will agree that this season has hit new lows what? in what Grace has become. What? Right? Well, seriously, it has. There's okay. one doctor on there that uh-huh. is so smug. The guy who's dating the other guy. The guy, so the guy with the glasses who's uh-huh. kind. Dr. Glasses. Ha- Dr. Glasses uh-huh. has a uh, 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 sexy Asian boyfriend, uh-huh. right? And sexy Asian boyfriend is a smug miser. I, every time he comes on the screen, I'm like, I, I want to get up and go do something else. 
because the character is so smug and awful. I just want to leave. Dr. Smug. Dr. Smug. And nobody's falling in love anymore, right? Like everybody is just, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's no more McSteamy McDreamy. There's no more like flirty around the office because I guess you can't do that anymore in 20. It's a whole show is terrible now. Wait, hold on. What? No. They don't do any of that anymore? No, no, no. There's there's no, like the relationship that Because I thought Grey's when they first started, it was all about like the, the kind of relationship between. It was. And they had this, and Meredith and McDreamy, uh, uh, had this incredible love story that was just so well done and it was drawn out over seasons and they took their time with it and it was so beautiful and so wonderful uh-huh. and now there's none of that. Like that heart that was Grey's Anatomy, that part of the show is now gone. That that does not exist and it, and you don't realize it doesn't exist until you actually sit there and go, what the hell did I just watch? Because this just doesn't feel like Grey's Anatomy anymore. Damn. <sighs> You've been holding on to that for Bro, so I long. Feel so good now. That's what she said, right? I feel so good anyway, now. Anyway, <laughs> if you are celebrating your birthday on Valentine's Day, <laughs> you share it with uh, the good doctor. So good. Roz hates that show. Also, no, with I Simon like Pegg, who turns 50 today. Happy birthday. Uh, my goddaughter, Elle, who turns eight today. Yeah. And our good friend, Nicole Servinas from Breakfast Television. Oh, today yeah. Today is her birthday. So, happy birthday. Happy Valentine's Day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, all the coronavirus talk has a lot of people remembering what it was like when Toronto got hit with SARS and nobody wanted to come here. And SARS stock happened which was that huge concert at Downsview with oh, yeah. the Rolling Stones and ACDC. I remember that. And one of the things that happened during that show was Justin Timberlake was there as well, and the crowd treated him so badly. Oh, no. Yeah, because all they wanted to do was just go sit there and watch ACDC and the Rolling Stones. want to rock out. They want to rock out, and I've never heard Timberlake talk about his experience at Sarstock before, but uh, he did uh, over the weekend on the Graham Norton Show. Listen to this. It was a charity event um, that uh, you get a call... Uh, from the, I'll just pick this name up after I drop it, Mick Jagger. And, um, and uh, he says, uh, we want you to come and play the event. And, and so I said, sure. Uh, it was in Toronto. You would think, I mean, Canadians are historically peaceful, a peaceful people. Um, and I show up uh, to the show. Uh, I look at the bill, and it's the Rolling Stones and ACDC and the Guess Who. And you get the picture. And like, Somewhere in there, me. <laughs> and uh, I just, re- you know, it was a bit of a blur. Um, but I just remember saying to the band before we went on stage, I don't think this is going to go well. <laughs> um, and, and, but little did I know, uh, I had no idea how bad it was going to go. Um, oh, no. Because we uh, came on stage and... Uh, all of a sudden, from the first two rows of probably, I think this festival in one day housed half a million people. Wow. Um, so that was crazy. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden, uh, bottles of, of urine uh, were, were then thrown on the stage. It wasn't always good times for me, you guys. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ben Affleck was just on, um, was it Good Morning America? 
Good morning, America. So he did a, a big interview with the New York Times the other day talking about how why he gave up Batman and oh, his really? divorce for Jennifer Garner. Yeah, because he was he was drinking a lot, and the quote was that he showed a friend the script for Batman. And he was like, "The script is great, but I think if you do this, you're going to drink yourself to death." Um, wow! And so he backed out of Batman, and then there was the whole thing with the divorce, and and so this is play. Um, let me just see which clip it is that I want you to play here first. Uh, play uh, Ben Affleck being honest with himself. This is from uh, Good Morning America. What was the hardest thing for you to be honest with yourself about? That I was going to get divorced. That, that I never thought I was going to get divorced. I didn't want to get divorced. I didn't want to be a divorced person. I really didn't want to be uh, a split family with my children. And it upset me because it meant I wasn't who I thought I was. And that was so painful and so disappointing. Um, in yourself? That, in myself. Or to be afraid for you. Or to be afraid for me, which is one of the hard parts of being the child of an alcoholic. Do you think, what if my dad gets drunk? What if he does something stupid? What if he ends up on TMZ? You know, and it's on my news feed. Yo, he sounds like he is on the verge of tears. Didn't he have an affair with the nanny? He did, right? Was it right? Ben Affleck that did that? Yeah. It was, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Jeez, my God. Uh, and then go to, um, play me the clip where he talks about how he didn't think he had a problem when it came to his drinking. I started to drink more and more and more, and it was really hard for me to accept that that meant I was an alcoholic. I was like, I can just go back. I was fine before. You know, I just need to take a break. I just need to slow down. I just need to, I, I'm okay. You know what I mean? This isn't me. And I started to drink Every day, and I come home from work, and I start to drink, and I just sit there and drink till I pass out on the couch. For me, seeing my dad was just, he was drunk every day, and that was just life. And as that got worse, that was really, really painful. And I always said, that'll never be me. I'm never going to do that. I wish he had been sober during those formative years, but what he's taught me is how important it is for me to be sober now during these formative years for my kids. Wow. Woo! Yeah, dude. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck on Good Morning America. That just happened like yeah. minutes ago. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, Hi. what's your name? I'm Daylene. How are you? Good. What's going on, Daylene? Hey, Mocha. Yo. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Yo, I love it. What's your name? Chase. Chase. All right. You're going to be late for school. Hurry up. He's been trying to get through to you guys for days to do that. Oh, that <laughs> is amazing. We love you guys so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Via Real is set to lay off a thousand employees temporarily oh, as uh, blockades drag on. Via says that uh, uh, they have no choice. They've suspended passenger service to the Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, Toronto lines for nearly two weeks now. Uh, this has affected 599 trains and roughly 110,000 passengers. Uh, they say until CN Rail opens the remaining tracks for service, Via has no choice but to continue the cancellation of its service in a large part of there the network. So temporary be, layoffs happening right or now. Or they there had to have been a different way to go about these protests. Well, I mean, geez, listen, I mean, you disruption is what 
is what you do and I know. to get your point across and I, and I understand that but I just I think that Via is in such a vulnerable position to have this happen to them because yes it does make a lot of noise but it's also that you're able to do it because we know okay just as the way that laws work and the way that law enforcement works and the way that the world works is that protesters very easily can go and block a via line. Yeah. Okay. They can do that. Um, those same people, if you're looking to protest anything, imagine if they had blocked a runway at Pearson by jumping over the fence. Mm-hmm they'd be thrown in a van and you'd never hear from them again. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for a lot of people. I really feel for the for the people who are protesting. I really do. I don't even think that I don't. Um, but I do. It's it's just an unfortunate situation for everybody all yeah. around. But the purpose of protests, one, you know, I said this is to get people on your side and that's really sort of iffy when you start getting into these kinds of numbers with layoffs. But also the purpose of this protest is to get noticed and you only get noticed with big gestures. And this is a and large gesture yeah. and we wouldn't be talking about any of this without any of those protests. So I, I can see I can see both sides but uh, but yeah, a thousand people uh, temporarily laid off at VIA. Elon Musk is uh, has the potential to become the world's richest person in April if Tesla's values stay at $100 billion. Uh, because of the financial incentives in his huge package, pay package. <laughs> Sorry, his huge pay package. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Tesla crossed the $100 billion threshold on January 22nd, and uh, its stock has continued to soar past $100 billion market value. All he needs is for the average price of Tesla stock to stay at Wednesday's closing price of $767.29 for the next several months. Uh, Musk currently is right now the 25th richest person in the world with $41.5 billion. That is right behind Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Bezos. Uh, Jeff Bezos, meanwhile, holds the top spot with $132 billion. So if uh, all this works out... That's a lot of prime memberships. If, I know. If all this works out and Elon Musk uh, does get his 1.7 million shares of Tesla, uh, he will be worth more than Jeff Bezos, which is incredible. SpaceX that ass. Right? Uh, it's official. The long-rumored 95-story tall residential tower at the base of Young Street is a go. Is 95 oh stories. 95 stories. Han's going to take the build. Uh, Pinnacle International announced the news uh, earlier this week. Is What was the name of the company they created in Step Brothers? Was it Pinnacle International? No, what was it? Oh, Prestige Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that reminded me of so that. So much room for activities. <laughs> Not in these units. Uh, within those 95 stories, there will be 800 condominium apartments ranging yeah. from 520 square feet to 2,300 square feet. Oh, wow. They say prices start at just over 800,000. Again, units go from 800,000 the sizing the smallest unit 520 square feet which means that 520 square feet in the new prestige worldwide tower is $800,000 plus so much room for activities plus <laughs> plus smaller, I think that's smaller than this room that we're in yes. right now yeah and then you add condo fees what are condo fees going to be on oh the prestige worldwide tower God, like a thousand bucks let's say a thousand bucks twelve hundred bucks right so what's that work out to? I don't have time to do the math right now, but it's a lot, man. It's a lot of money. Okay, so by the way, so those condo towers, I just did the quick math here. Yeah. 
Uh, so if you get a place, let's say you opt for something in the prestige worldwide tower, the 95, uh, story tall building at the foot of young street that they're going to build, uh, 520 square feet. They say prices start at $800,000. So let's say 825 Mm -hmm. for, let's say just over 500 square feet, right? Teeny Uh, tiny. You're looking at with mortgage, Property taxes and what did we say? Maintenance fees yeah. of what, like say a thousand bucks? Sure. Right? Okay. There'll you, probably be more. Yeah. You are looking at fifty one hundred dollars a month. Wow. Wow. For a shoebox. F- fifty one hundred dollars a month. Man, you know that every single one of those <laughs> units is going to sell out. Of course. Right away. Uh, Rihanna confirms that she is, in fact, back in the studio. Oh, hell yeah. She posted a shot, and it was so sexy, of a mixing console. And in between all the buttons, written on that little panel, was the word, the Neptunes. (gasps) No. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo working with Rihanna (gasps) in the studio. Oh, that turns me on. It's all happening. Mm. Former Mississauga mayor, Hazel McCallion. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. turns a very sexy 99 years old today Damn girl Damn Amore caught up with Hazel On her 99th birthday As we always do You only call me every year on my birthday about cake Well yeah, and, and, <laughs> and here we go again You are 99 years old Yep. <laughs> Have you outlived all your friends? Well, no, not all by any means, oh, but I've uh, outdone, I've outnumbered, outlived quite a few people. How, do you have any bets going with who's going to live the longest? Oh, damn. No. I don't have a bet going at all with anybody. <laughs> no, you moron. <laughs> That's what you really wanted to say. Sexy. Why would you ask a 99-year-old lady that? 99 is sexy. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Hazel McCallion. We all love you. Uh, Jeff Bezos, the world's richest person, has committed $10 billion, apparently, of his own wealth to address climate change. I believe that is 7.7% of his overall wealth. Um, Not the money he has in the bank account. Like when we're talking about his wealth, what he's worth, this Mm. is just what the man is worth, assets and It's not like he pulled up his phone and... yeah. Did like an e-transfer. So the world's wealthiest person, he posted this on Instagram that he's going to create the Bezos Earth Fund, which he'll use to fund scientists, activists, and other non-governmental organizations, uh, and said that he expects to start handing out grants as early as this summer, saying climate change is the biggest threat to our planet. I want to work alongside others, both to amplify, blah, 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 blah. Um, Anyway, so he was under a lot of heat because of Amazon's impact on emissions Mm -hmm. because even just something as getting a package to somebody within one day is uh the footprint for that is incredible and so even though it's 10 billion dollars man when you go on read the headlines for any of these stories whether it's like from from bloomberg or new york times or whatever it is people are still so pissed like 10 billion is just like yeah but yeah it's just not enough like it's crazy to me it's crazy, and then other people are like, okay, because so you get all the you get all the climate people who are pissed because it's like, well, it's too late, yeah, right, we're and doomed, then, yeah, and then, you, <laughs> and then it, well, too late. Why didn't you do this last year, man? And then you get other people who are like, 
why don't you just give it all? Nobody, nobody should be able to give $10 billion and have it only be 7% of their wealth. Yeah. Right? That's nobody. And then there are people like climate. Why don't you just like, why don't you put all the homeless in new homes? Oh no. <laughs> right? So you're it's never like, gonna make anybody happy. You're never happen. gonna win. Like yeah. you're never, you're never gonna win. But I will say this: he had to do something because a guy like that, when you start dealing with like what taxes they pay and everything else, like he had to do something. But it's it's ten billion dollars more yeah. than you did, you know. And I don't True. mean you personally. No, I know. Yeah, listen, anyway. I can be mad at that prime one day shipping though. <laughs> as long as you keep the one day shipping, man, I don't it's care. Come where you in spend your money. pretty handy. Yeah. you order something before yeah. like eight a.m. Oh. and it shows up. No, it's magic. At the front door at like yeah. noon? Yeah, they're wizards. They're wizards. Uh, Wendy Williams apologizing uh, for comments she made last week about gay men uh, and how she doesn't think that gay men should be wearing women's clothes. This was Wendy Williams on her show. And stop wearing our skirts and our heels. <laughs> Just saying, girls, what do we have for ourselves? Look at here now. Um, gay men, you'll never be the woman that we are. Oh, and wow. Then, so the Damn. backlash was swift to that. And Wendy Williams, uh, I think for like the fourth or fifth time in the last like three months, has had to do a full teary-eyed apology. So this is Wendy Williams. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just having a conversation. I'm 55 years old, and maybe I sounded like your auntie, your mother, your big sister, or somebody out of touch. I'm not out of touch, except for perhaps yesterday, by saying what I said. So I deeply apologize, and I deeply appreciate the support that I get from the community. And then, so you'd think that that was enough, right? Yeah. So yesterday on Wendy Williams' show, she's talking about um, Drew Carey's ex-fiance, Dr. Amy Harwick. She's a very famous sort of, um, I think, psychotherapist in Los Angeles and family therapist. And she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend, not Drew Carey. No. From The Price is Right. But she split up with Drew Carey, then dated somebody else. And then this guy threw her off a balcony and and killed her over the weekend. And so Wendy Williams is talking about this on her show, about the fact that she was thrown off a balcony and does a come on down joke (gasps) when referring to Drew Carey. Listen to this. Once the cops got there, she was down there dead on the ground. Yep. Um, Was pushed off of a third floor balcony. I'll give you a little backstory. So, she was killed not by Drew, but by by the ex. Come on down! <laughs> oh my God! Yo, right? so what? Tomorrow we're talking about like an apology that she's going to issue today. Yeah, exactly. I guess I don't know, man. Have you checked her Twitter? Has she said anything yet? More? Nothing, Nothing. at all. Uh, but anyway, so that was Wendy Williams again. It's because her people and lawyers and stuff are trying to write the apology right now. <laughs> well, you can't sue her, right? No, you can't. But it's like, come like, on, man. Like, that's not yeah. me saying that. Maren Morris released a song uh, for oh. Sesame Street. Maren Morris, by the way, you know her voice from this song. Uh, the song for Sesame Street is Oops, Whoops, Wait, Aha. Remember each slip, just part of the trip, keep shouting out. 
Delicious episode. I think it was on, on Sunday. Oh, did Saturday. Yeah. Did she perform it? She did. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I'm like, everybody from Sesame Street were all there with her singing and dancing. Ah, so cute. I love it. I love it. Uh, SNL's Keenan Thompson is set to host the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's fun. He's been on that show forever. Like, he's like the only cast member that's never sort of broke out into like a film career or anything else, eh? No, he's like now considered an OG. When you look at the, the... the cast members that in the past, like I don't even know how long that have come and gone. No, dude, I think he's been on the show longer than anybody's ever been on the show. He Has joined, to be. He joined in two thousand three. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Holy cow. Has there, Maury? Find out for me if there's ever been anybody longer on SNL than Keenan Thompson. It's like a gift and a curse. That's huh? an incredible run on that show. Anyway, so uh, good for him. So it's looking like the Queen is going to block. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle like from, from using the oh. term royal. <gasps> no more. Yeah. So they've tried to build this brand or they're in the middle of building their brand, the Sussex Royal brand, yeah. right? That is what they're going to use for all their charity work and their initiatives and just basically everything. Also, that how is going to th- make money. That's the thing that's going to make them money. And reportedly, uh, Queen Elizabeth and other officials think that it is, quote, no longer tenable for the couple to use the word royal in any of their branding. Ooh. They all, they already yes. have uh, Sussex Royal. That's their website, uh, their charitable foundation, as we just talked about, uh, which is rumored to launch in April, also uses the Sussex Royal title. So uh, if they lose that because they have already applied for the registration for the Sussex Royal Global Trademark from everything from books to teaching materials to clothing and like basically any other item you can think of. But grandmom would have known that they've been in the process of doing all this, She right? does things at a different pace. Yeah, old lady pace. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to get to that when I get to that. And guess what? She got to that. <laughs> Off with your heads. Right? <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Ashley. Hi. How you doing, girl? Good, how are you? Great. All right, so what is your question for this portion of Ask Razamoka? Um, my question is, at what age did you start calling your parents by their first name? Oof. Before we answer, <laughs> yeah. Ashley, at what age did you start calling your parents by their first name? Well, I'm 29, um, and I still haven't kind of made that transition. Um, I know when I was young, my mom always used to call... Uh, my grandma by her first name, mm-hmm. but it's, I don't know, it's kind of like an, I don't know when, what, what did you wake up and you're just like, oh, like now I can call you on like a first name basis. What I, is your mom's first name? Uh, Sandra. So have you ever like tested it out at home? Like, good morning, Sandra. How you doing? Oh no, that would be so awkward for me. I think it's a generational thing. I think that that may have ended with our sort of parents' generation, or at least my parents' generation with the with with boomers. I don't think anybody after that called their parents by their first names. No, I would I would as a joke or like as a goof or if I'm just like that kind of thing goofing around with my mom. But my yeah. mom, my mom is just I'm 45 and I still call her Ma. Yeah, you know, like I'm just like, hey Ma. Like I never say, hey Diane. <laughs> Like I've never. That's weird. It sounds weird. Well, but it's not that I'm averse to it or anything like that. I just think that it's a generational thing, and I think that we had different relationships with our parents than our parents had with theirs. 
and it was a sort of more formal. It was, I don't know. I don't even know what the the sort of right way to say this. Not that we get along better with our parents, but I just think the idea of parenting is different now. I think that the relationship that you have that is a sort of loving, cohabitating relationship is different. Like your parents and my parents came from a generation of 16 and you were out of the house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't even think my parents called their parents by their first names. No? I think it was still like mom and dad. Really? Like I have never, Ashley, I've never called my parents by what their names are. I've only ever called them mom and dad. Yeah, and my yeah sisters it'd be are the so same weird. Way. Yeah, I think it would be weird. Like, my mom would call her mom by her first name. Oh, really? Yeah. My yeah. dad, my parents, yeah. well, my dad never did. He was mom and dad. Like, he didn't call his parents by their first names. No, huh? But I've just recently started calling my dad because I love saying, you know, hey, Frank. Yeah. I just think it's so fun. Like, we're buddies. Yeah. And I th- and I, but I, I like that too, though. And I do agree with you on that. I do, like I do agree that when you have that sort of relationship, you know, like if Mocha, if you were hanging out with your with your pops, like would you ever just say, "Look at this, Mocha and Vern, two men about town"? You know what I mean? Like, would you ever say that? No, because it would be huh? weird. No, no, I would just, yeah. I would just say, like, "Look at me and my dad just hanging out." You wouldn't, huh? No, you wouldn't say. I that. think it would be weird. Look at now, us, Mocha and Vern, <laughs> <laughs> taking on the world. What would uh, has your stepmom, Donna? Yeah. You call her Donna, or has she yeah, ever I, asked I, you or said, hey, by the way, if you want, you can always call me mom. I call her Donna, but she signs all cards, greeting cards, and text messages mom. Right. But That's cute. Because she joined my life when I was kind of like a you know late teen, it mm-hmm. just was weird to Stuff. start. So, yeah, so I just, yeah. it's always Donna, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I just, I, and sometimes I'll call my dad by his full name, you know, Frank J. Sherman. Frank J. What's the J stand Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He Frank puts the Jeffrey? J on his business. Business cards because he loves that Jay. Oh wow, yeah, Frank J. Sherman. <laughs> it's like he's a lawyer. <laughs> what's, what's your middle name? Oh, Samuel. Samuel. Yeah, very Jewish, huh? I know. I just yeah. uh, Maury S. Sherman. Yeah, Maury S. Sherman. You should. Do, you should. Why don't you go with that? Yeah, I, I don't mind the S. I just don't like right. saying the Samuel. Right. Um, and whenever I'm with Matthew, my husband, and we're talking about going there for the weekend, I'll always see, you know, have we talked to the Shermans yet? Are the Shermans, have they phoned? Like, I right. talk to them as though there's some other family. Wow, interesting. <laughs> uh, so I, 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 I can't say that I've, I'm going to ever get to the point of where I start calling my mother by her first name yeah. as opposed to just saying Ma. I call your mom Ma. Everybody in my life has called my mom Mom. Uh, my whole every single friend I ever had never called my mom Diane. She Aww. only she only only ever called her mom. That's super cute though. Yeah, yeah. that's real nice. Yeah. There you go, Ashley. Oh, thank you. Before I go, can you ask me who my favorite is? <laughs> Ashley, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, I've been dying to say this. Um, it's Dream Daddy Roz. Oh. <laughs> wow. I have a funny feeling that you didn't even want to ask that question or get yeah. an answer to it. You just wanted to come on and troll me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> Jerk, so, man. so that entire five minutes just led <laughs> yeah. to this moment right here. Yeah. <laughs> Love you lots, Ashley. Thanks very much. Love you too, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. You got me talking about my mom. You know, like, it's not <laughs> like right. Real emotional stuff. Yeah, it's not right. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. QL asks, how do you discipline your kids, especially during the toddler ages? I'm assuming that Q is going through this right now. 
as we are in our home yeah. with our son Cruz, who is going to be three at the end of April. Oh, it's a BS age, man. So this is the age where he is... He knows when he's being bad, quote unquote bad. They're jerks at that age. They are such jerks. Yeah. And they know. Disciplining is like disciplining is tough because disciplining without reason seems cruel. You know, so when a kid can't reason yet, it seems very difficult. But you know, even the idea of timeouts, like kids understand that. Like they understand you sit there and don't move. Like that's yeah. that's what they sort of understand, right? That you, But you can't go into deep explanations of as far as why, because most times the reason you give somebody a, a timeout is just because they're irrationally freaking out over nothing. Sure. And then so how do you even, how do you even go at that situation? It's well, very difficult. In our house... Timeouts do exist. Yes. And if we say, Cruz, you got to clean up, man. Like you dumped your cars and you dumped these construction vehicles like all over the place. You got to pick them up. Yeah. Right. We're done playing. Pick them up. Put them back. I will help you. We'll do it together. Yeah. And I end up doing it because he's just like watching me. Right. (laughs) So at that point, if he's not listening and and I know he's not listening, it's like, okay, Cruz, you're going to go for a timeout unless you want to help me pick up all your toys. Yeah. And he'll either say no, like yeah. to my face, or he just won't do it. And then I'll say again. And then I don't want to have to keep repeating myself. So if I say it once and I say it twice and he's still like on purpose defying me, mm-hmm. I say, okay, bud, time for a timeout. I put him up in his bed and maybe just a little bit, right? Yeah. For like a minute or so. Because at that point he knows that he's in trouble and he's like, clawing at me like no time out no time out right yeah. and he'll immediately start start apologizing so sometimes what i'll do is i'll put him in his bed and i'll sit on the chair next to it and i'll say listen when i ask you when mommy or daddy asks you to do something we mm-hmm. want you to listen you know then you won't get a timeout. yeah right and at that point he's like okay, okay. like he, he he understands right yeah. so timeouts right now because as you said irrational behavior Mm -hmm. and they can't understand full out reasoning which is we just break it down and just talk to him quite simply yeah to explain and then he gets it then we go back down and we stand in front of the toys and we clean stuff up together and he he understands but then you know like an hour later he'll (laughs) just starts again something else will happen where you know the word timeout has to come into play again it's tough it's it's tough. I never had for one of the things that I did with rocks when it came to when it came to discipline was very early on we had established that sorry doesn't fix everything. Yeah. And I would always say if she did something wrong or she didn't clean up or whatever, everything else, kids, you know, they're they're emotional and so she would immediately say Oh my God, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then in certain circumstances, I would be like, you don't have to be sorry. Don't apologize right now. Just do it. Yeah. Right? I'm like, sorry doesn't fix this. I'm not looking for an apology. You just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now what do we do? And then she goes and she goes and does the thing. I also had no problem taking stuff away from her forever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? And she and she knew that what we had, like all parents, we had these dreams of never letting our kid use an iPad, and we weren't going to be those parents that you know, you know, when your kid is freaking out, you throw a tablet on their lap and let them screw around on it, and then and then reality sinks in where you got to get on a flight or a train, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or you're going to a restaurant or whatever it is. And in order to keep your kid from getting bored, because when kids freak out on planes, it's normally not because they're bad kids. It's just because they're bored. Yeah. Right. And so you have to give them things. And so we, you know, she had an iPad and it was just not even like apps on it. It was just something within the iPad that she used to play with. It was like a number. It was like an alphabet game kind yeah. of thing. Right. It was just nothing. It was stupid. And uh, one day I asked for it back and I said it was time to put the iPad down and she flipped out. Yeah. Like she flipped out and I took the iPad and I put it in the cupboard for two years. Wow. Yeah. That's like long distance punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I took it away. I took it away and I'm like, cause I now, said Now when you her, put it away though, yeah. in the closet. Yeah. Did you forget that you put oh, it in the no, closet? I knew. Oh, you knew. Okay. I knew. I knew. And then I told her, I'm like, this is going in here. Yeah. And if you ask for it, you never get it back ever again. Wow. And then so she never once mentioned it. And it was two years. And wow. Then she, and then she got an iPad back when she was responsible enough to use an iPad. Do you think when yeah. you weren't home, Catherine secretly gave it to her? Absolutely not. Nope. No, no you can't. Absolutely not. And, you can't and, be that couple where one parent enforces something and then the other parent's like, well, you yeah, know, you mom or dad, not yeah. home. Like, don't worry about it. I got no. you. No, right? that's, that's what ruins relationships. Big time. Yeah, my old man. And I do this, I, I do this not anymore with rocks because she's very self-sufficient. She cleans, she doesn't like mess. So she cleans up after herself and everything. But my old man, you know, was, there's nothing my old man loved more than throwing stuff out. Yeah. Right? Oh, he loved going through the house with a garbage bag. Yeah. And if it wasn't nailed down, it was going out on garbage day. Right? So you had to pick up all your stuff. Like yeah. anything that was out would go in a garbage bag. Yeah, those are my jeans. I was going to wear yes, those tomorrow. Yes, I'm telling you, right? <laughs> Um, and so I tell Roxy, I'm just like, Hey, if, if it's time to, you know, years ago when it was like time to like clean up everything else, I'm like, anything that is left on this floor goes in the garbage. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. She cleans up. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. it. Like, there's nothing, I don't know how else to, I don't know. They, they, you have, like, they understand that kids understand. Okay. If this doesn't go back in the bin, what happens to it? It goes in the garbage. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a good uh, technique. Right? I'll try that. Yeah. What, what's left on the floor goes in the garbage. Cause I'm, a sh- I'm sure like at some point today at home, oh, I'm going to ask Cruz to do something yeah. and he's going to like tell me no yeah. or just not do it. Yeah. Try that try with that. Cruz. If you don't put away your Tonka trucks, garbage. Yeah. That's just, and, and, but you don't even have to be threatening about it. It's no, like, all right, anything all. left on the floor, goes in the garbage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't want, but you also have to be prepared to throw one thing away though <sighs> or hide it. Right. Yeah, you also got to be no because you can't because then they know you're full of crap. Yeah, true. you you also have to be prepared to take one thing away from him forever. <laughs> it's one stupid thing. It's not going to change his life. Your relationship is mm. not going to change. You just have to be prepared to take one thing away from him Ooh. forever. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to tell Jenna that I have to get rid of the dog? <laughs> ah, I would never do that. Poor that would tig. never. Poor tig. <laughs> uh, G Dollar Sign asks, yeah. I need a list of all the rules that the Dammits have at home. Oh. It makes me laugh so hard hearing all the rules that Maury has to follow. So as we just talked in depth of disciplining our kids and laying <laughs> rules down in our homes, uh, Maury, how does Matthew, your husband, discipline you? Yeah, as a 40-year-old like, man. Oh what are, God, the, what was... are the rules? Like, if what are the rules? So I'm not, obviously, the, the main ones are no bare feet in the bed. Right. I can't use the ensuite bathroom because that's his. Right. I can't load the dishwasher or the laundry because I'm, I don't know how. I'm right. dumb. Right. Um, what are the other ones? There, I'm not allowed to Oh, the most recent one is I have to wear socks on the couch. 
So no socks, and no, no bare feet in the bed and on the couch? And on the floor because they make a huh? sticky sound when I walk. Like What? The sound of you walking drives him nuts? Because my feet stick to the floor. Like, I what guess- are you, Swamp Thing? <laughs> Jeez, man. Why are the bottom of your feet so moist all the time? <laughs> so he, sticking. Like, does he does he look at you like his when he looks at you? Does he ever look with you with love or disgust? Like, to me, when you I'm get to the say point, the latter of the two. When you get to the point in a relationship of where the sound of the person walking across the floor drives you nuts, that's like that to me. That's red flag. Well, and yesterday I was trying to help cook, right, and I got some garlic on the floor, and he's like, "Go to the couch and sit there." Oh, you got a timeout yesterday? <laughs> You're 40 years old, 41 years old. You got a timeout? Yeah. And did you take your timeout? Gladly. Oh, my God. Wait, so what other, like, other than those two examples that you gave, what other recent rules have been enforced in your relationship? Oh, anything I, now I have to run, anything I want to spend money on, I have to run it by him. That's smart. I I, uh, I think that that's a good rule to have for you. Because things show up that I buy and he's like, the, what are you doing? Like, we need this money for what I want to spend money uh-huh. on. Right. So what have you secretly, since that rule has been enforced, what have you secretly been purchasing on either a credit card he knows nothing about or extra cash that you have that he also knows a, nothing a about? A fourth spray paint can from my favorite artist, Mr. Brainwash. You bought a fourth? How much are those things? That was $250. Oh, my God. Because so this, one, this has, one says Toronto on it. Okay. Has it shown up at the, at the condo yet? No, no. So what are you going to do when it shows up? What I'm, are you going to say? I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I got this for 50 bucks. So you're going to lie. What, what would you do? Not buy the spray can. <laughs> <laughs> Respect the relationship. I don't yeah, know. You know what I mean? Are you able to still hide money or no? You can't. He knows everything. Oh, no. I mean, I have like, I have a savings account or whatever, but I Does mean- Does he know how much in it? Like if he says, let me look at your bank account, will you show him? No. No. Okay, cool. Would okay. you? Of course I would. Oh. Why I show Catherine all the time my bank account. Well, yeah, but you have millions in there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Matthew, damn it, Matthew would say if he ever saw the total dollar amount? He would in your say we have account. a huge problem. Like you, you make, I make more than him. How do you have less than me? That's a good point. Wow. Yeah. You That's make more than him. That's a very good point. Yeah. And you're still in the reds. Yes. And, yeah. But he doesn't know like how deep in the reds but you But I are. spend money like I make more than him. <laughs> Oh my right, God, yeah. that's Murray, a Murray huge large. problem, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Murray, you, you, I think you live a little too large. Well, I was never taught the value of a dollar, right? It doesn't so, matter. No, but you now, know the value of a dollar Oh, totally, now. but I, I like having things. You know what I mean? You can't no, take- You like having nonsense. Yeah, but those You're to me, it's like the when money I go on, home, I'm like, look at my riches. <laughs> look at your right. riches. All the crap that you buy, Matthew, makes you take down into yeah. the storage locker at the basement of the of the condo. I know, like yeah. my Family Guy dolls. Um, <laughs> like your shot glass collection from Hard Rock Cafes all over the world. Yeah, but each one of those tell a story. I'm a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Tixiana, uh, who we know Hello, and love, um, who listens to the Raza Mocha show a lot and always asks questions. What would you do if you woke up tomorrow and realized nobody knew who you were. Oh my God, I would be devastated. Like, do you mean like celebrity-wise or do you just mean like even your family wouldn't know who you were? I assume (laughs) that everybody that you know, Mm -hmm. they don't know who you are. Not just your spouse, let's say your parents, siblings if you have, uh, people at work. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. anybody that you know, Anyone no that you interact with on a daily basis, 
None of them know who you are. I would just be frustrating. Oh my God, no. I will tell you why I would be devastated. And that is when I met Catherine like 15 years ago, she was a much different person. She was younger. She was much different. I wasn't that different. Right. Um, and she has changed so much over the over the years and just sort of grown and become a, a, a fantastic mom and shifted her philosophies in life and business and everything else. And I'm still in her life because we fell in love all those years ago. Mm. I don't know if 2020 Catherine would fall in love with me now. I don't mm. know that she would find me charming now if we just met. I don't know if she would be sort right. of attracted to me the same way she Probably was not. all those years ago. No. I don't know if she would. And so mm. to me, that would be devastating. Like, I don't know what I would have to do. You'd find to, another, you'd find someone else. Because just so many little things, right? Like yeah. we, we bonded over the, the same garbage food that we used to eat. We bonded over, she used to, you know, dr- you know, drink more and not that that's everything, but she was, I was a little, I don't know, like I was arrogant and I was all of this stuff. And I, and, and, and at the time, like she just sort of, it just worked. Like everything just kind of worked. Sure. She was this like other side of this, you know, relationship of where she had her wild side everything else but she is such an evolved person now she evolved far more than i did in the past 15 years and i don't think she would fall in love with me today i would say if i woke up tomorrow and nobody knew who i was yeah it would be heartbreaking simply because of the relationship that i have with jenna and obviously Cruz. yeah like if i walked in the house tomorrow yeah and they're like (laughs) who the hell are you yeah I'd be like, guys, it's me. Yeah. No, first of all, they call the police. So you would have to think of another way in. You'd have to start with like a letter. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. But that is devastating because I still think that Jenna would probably fall in love with you. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Because, so. well, because it hasn't been as long as like, I'm 15 years with Catherine, yeah. right? So it hasn't been that, it hasn't been that long. And, I think that you're still very much the person, oh, uh, maybe even more compassionate than you were when you guys, when but you But I met. even like walking in here, I'd be like showing up for work every day. Yeah. And then you guys are like, who the hell are you? Call security. But you would be like, who the hell are you? Or so, oh, like, yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like who are you? I'm here to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. So like, would you look at the sign on the wall and be like the Rosin, what? Yeah, no, because it wouldn't know, but if nobody knew who Mocha was, his name would never no, be there. It would never be <laughs> Okay, because am I the only one looking at this whole situation going clean slate? You can start fresh. Wow, man. No, I'm looking at it as I would be devastated. Every single part of my life would be horrible. No, but your past doesn't matter. Like you're walking into the world like clean new man. Alone with not even, like the people who love me don't know me. And and yeah, but then you could start fresh going now, now they don't. fresh. Wow. Maury, do you think. Maury's for clean slate, huh? Maury, do you think that I have any desire to start fresh? And do all of that all over again with well, like, anybody? Like, what would you do as a forty-one-year-old man starting fresh? What I, does that look like for you? Saturday nights at the club? Are you Maury, kidding me? Like nobody? Maury, no, Maury, I'm more. You look honestly. Okay, I'm going to be straight up with you. Okay, uh, Saturday nights at the club. First of all, those clubs don't exist anymore, like the way that they used to. 
Okay. Are you kidding me? No, they don't exist. I like drive the way by they, sometimes. No, the no, sign no, is still there. When was the last time you went in? When was the also, last time you went in? Okay, the last time I went in was like maybe twelve years ago, and I remember going right. into yeah, the gay exactly. bar. They right. had adult films playing on the screens okay. on the TV. Okay. Maury, you're forty-one years old. Yeah. With a ten-dollar haircut, and <laughs> lo- okay, okay, <laughs> if okay, that. okay, a nine-year-old polo shirt and loafers. <laughs> Okay, you're yeah. not going to kill in a club. Yeah, not okay, at all. Okay, first gonna, of all, you're going to look like, you know what you are? You are the old guy. Like you are somebody's dad, but only you're not like this sort of big burly thing. You're, you do know that when you go into these clubs, it's dark. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They know. At some point, the light's got to come on. They know. Everybody knows. Everybody who's listening to this that used to go to clubs, where you remember going to clubs and what you thought of the person who was in their 40s that came into the club. Yeah, somebody's weird, dad. right? It was weird. Like, what are you doing here, you pervert? Like, what? what's going on right now? I mean, it's worth a shot. But that's you. You want to go live that life? I mean, life? I'll, buy, I'll buy a new shirt. But you want to go live that life? Do you think that you could succeed single right Absolutely now? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely. Absolutely There's not. no way. Absolutely I not. I mean, I always had these visions. If I happened to get single again, I would be out every night. And Wow. I've never heard <laughs> wow. somebody talk so much about not wanting to be <laughs> in their so relationship than Maury. It's Maury's. so weird, right? <laughs> JT asks, how do I get Roz, Mocha, and damn it, Maury out for drinks? When are you guys going to come out to Vancouver? My treat, of course. Oh, jeez. I am a the, fun drunk. This is not the first time we've had a request from somebody in Vancouver. Uh, if you're on the West Coast, the Razamoga Show airs on Kiss Radio mm-hmm. out there uh, during the evening time. So it's not the first time we've ever been asked to make a trip out West to uh, to hang out with fans. I think it's... Why are we not in, done a, a, like a road trip? In due time. I think we got to do it. I just think it's, I think Roz is the holdout. It's expensive. Somebody's got to pay for it because I'm certainly not paying for it. Oh, wow. Damn. What? Uh, JT, you may have to uh, also pay for flights. Yeah. I assumed we would all share a room. No, I don't do that. No, it's a business trip, Maury. I'm not sharing a room. I wouldn't share a room with you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm okay to like sleep on the cot. No, I would not. We're not. We're not sharing. We're not sharing rooms. I, I I would love to go to Vancouver, and I think that the show is doing well in Vancouver, and I think that the reception of us going out to Vancouver would be great. I just don't know what that looks like. Like I don't know what we do. Like we're not going to go to sit in a studio and do the show in Vancouver. Like we would have to do something, like at a bar or rent a place. I but, would be into that. But like, I'd I don't be into know. like, like a Razamoka social. Yeah, but right. We're, Where we like, invite we're, fans. Yeah. But I just, but I don't want to just stand there and do nothing. No, we would show. No, we would do we would the like show in front out. of them, like play some games. No, we would like hang out with with fans of the show and like let them ask us questions, much like ask Razamoka. And well, like just speed like kinda, dating fans? Yes, absolutely. No absolutely. Way. No way am I doing absolutely. that. Absolutely. No. No, if we kept it like super casual, like at a bar. No, it can't be casual. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it has it, to be official. It, no, it has to be formal. Like it has to be a thing. Where we have to dress I up. I can't just go and and say, hey, me and Mocha are gonna be at this bar. By the way, Maury's not here because we didn't tell him where we were going. <laughs> um, me and Mocha are going to be at this bar, come by and say hi. I would never do that. No, we would set it no, up properly. No, I don't know. It's got to be. I need what, a like stage. like in a hotel conference room? No, like that's why I, this is my thing. I don't know. It's not my It's not my thing. But I, there, I need a stage. I can't just go and- Oh, like, look at me. I need weird. a stage. No, it's too weird. It's too weird. It needs to be formal. Right. Like it needs to, it we'll needs to have something. some sort of- How about of, that, JT? We'll yeah. work on something. Like if there's, if there's, put it this way. If there's not a lighting budget, I'm not going. 
<laughs> All right. So, JT, in other words, they, see you never. Yeah. Like, if you want to get people together and, you know, uh, I don't know. No, not even crowdfund, but if you want to gauge the interest and get people together and, you know, we can put on a, pr- a small production and go out and do some sort of version of this show live or anything like that, like, I'd be down with that, but, yeah, it's got to be done right. And no sharing a room. Right. It's got to be done right, which, yeah. you know, if there's a lighting budget, don't we're going to have to say, share a room. Don't say sharing a room and done right. Like, <laughs> <in the same. laughs> well, this is a great follow-up question from Michael John Ortega. Okay. Question for you, Ross, specifically. Yeah. If you were gay and single, would you date Maury knowing him all okay. these years? I'm not Don't, gonna, no, no, no. Take a second. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that hypothetical. Pause, everybody stop. Yeah. Did you just add the letter T to the word second? Take a second. Take yeah, a second. Did. Spell second. S-E-C-O-N-D-T. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. Okay, so back that to is, you being... That yeah. is how you pronounced it. Okay, it back to you being gay. Okay, back to me being gay. Like, no, but hold on, let me, yeah, Uh, yeah. if you were gay. Okay, hold on, read the question again for me, please. Okay. Yeah. If you were gay and single, Uh would you date Maury knowing him all these years? Uh So let's break this down. Uh There's no need to break it down, it's a simple question. But I want him to understand the question. We've we've known each other all these years, so we've still Mm -hmm. known each other all these years. Okay. You just said the exact same thing three twice, times. three times <laughs> yeah. that I said in the first sentence. So right. Right. I just, I just don't want him to rush into this answer. Like you know how funny well, we have car Russia, dates. Russian is him saying no, absolutely <laughs> no. Not. But like, think about our car moments. Like, what if that was a date? Excuse me. If, <laughs> if that was a date, you're terrible driving. Yeah. Yeah, but we've been on like a hundred and some odd dates now. Okay. Uh, the easy thing for me to say is I don't do these types of hypotheticals, but with this hypothetical, I will. I will engage. Sure. Okay, so Mocha, please ask me the question one last time. If you were gay and single, Roz, would you date Maury knowing him all these years? Hang on. Hang on. No. No No is the answer. Done. Next question. Because it's a hypothetical, why not just give it to me so I have a great day? No is the answer. Kayla asks, do you wash your hands every time after using the toilet? No. Uh, Not every time, no. Same. Not every time. Who's the time for that? Not every time. Especially at home. Listen to this. (laughs) You know what my girls are fascinated with? What? Um, That boys don't wipe their wieners after they pee. You don't dap? What do you mean? What? Like you don't just dap it on a little piece on of paper? On what, the bottom of your shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so gross. <laughs> like, Could you imagine? Like all your shirts would have a little bit. <laughs> a little, look at this tiny, tiny little bit of pee on it. Okay, on so don't, do you what? I, I sort of dap you it. dab like, it? Dab, dab it on a piece of toilet paper just to get like the little, uh, I guess, drips. No, I don't. Because yeah, I just do I. I don't I like don't. the feeling when it drips into your underpants. Well, first you of all, you, 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 first of all, you're putting it back. You're putting it away before it's done. Yeah. If it's still <laughs> dripping in your underpants, that means you've peed your pants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it runs down your pants. No, man, that doesn't. Uh-huh, that's not dog. supposed to happen. You're doing you need it wrong. Pull ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. That's why I dap it. No, you need you need pull. Mooka's right. You need some sort of garment, or even just like a pad, yeah. right? <laughs> But what, uh, but you, no, Roxy's fascinated with the fact that boys don't wipe. Yeah, yeah, she's like she's what she's fascinated and horrified and like all these other things that boys don't like. Wipe. You guys are so gross. Do you so explain gross. it that it air dries? No, I'm just saying. Listen, I, 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 this is what I said. I said my wiener, my business. <laughs> you know, it's she's, 2020. You can't right? ask me. Yeah, yeah, but she's gonna grow up saying that now. Uh, no, but what, my wiener, my business. <laughs> she's a girl, Maury. Uh, no, I listen. She uh, girl kids are fascinated with how their parents go to the toilet. 
like absolutely fascinated. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like like want it, like when they're young, they just want to look at your poop. Yeah. Right? Show me. Show me now. That They'll like be in the bathroom. Are you done? Show we me. We cannot show me right now. Lock show me what it the looks bathroom like. door in our house. No. Because Cruz, who are still, you know, we're trying to potty train him. He mm-hmm. wants to see everything happen. Yeah. And then wants to be the one to yeah. look and flush a toilet yeah. and see it all go away. Are you yeah. not embarrassed if he's like, ooh, it stinks? No, no kids not at all. love it. Really? Yeah, they love it. See, I don't know this world. Rox comes in, I'll still to this day, I'll be on the toilet and Rox will just come in and sit on my lap. <laughs> on your lap. Yeah. And we'll just hey. hang. Like, we'll just kick it, right? Yeah. There was one day where I was sitting there and the door opened up. Cruz walked in, didn't yeah. say anything. And we have like a little step stool in the bathroom for when he wants to wash his hands. Yeah. And he just literally sat on the stool, just mm-hmm. staring. Yeah. Didn't say a word. And uh. it was so awkward. Yeah. I was like, because I can't look anywhere else, yeah. right? And he was just like looking at me. And in his mind, I picture or I envision in his mind that he's like, okay, are you done yet? Yeah. Like, hurry the hell up. Yeah. It was just like one of the most awkward situations yeah. I've ever been in. Yeah. So do you have to have conversation? Like, do you go, do you know what daddy's doing? No, they know. No, they know. They know, believe yeah, But if he's me, potty training, you have to walk him through you know, what you're doing. Can I tell you what's like super proud? Also, can I just say, Maury, what? don't ever say, do you know what daddy's doing <laughs> ever again? <laughs> right? It's super weird, man. It's can like I gross. Tell you, it's gross. One of my favorite things yeah. about him watching me like pee or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he'll stand there and he'll be like, he said this the other day. And I was like, yo, say it louder, say it louder. Because yeah. Jenna was in the other room. Yeah. He was like, whoa, daddy has a big penis. <laughs> I was like, yo, say it again, say it again, say it louder. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what you do. Yeah, it's yeah. The best. that's how you get your kid working for you. That's how, that's how you get a reputation. Uh, okay, last question comes to us from Aaron. What's the first thing you do when you get home from a trip? Get home from a trip? Yeah. Oh, I immediately unpack all my toiletries and put them away and unpack all my clothes. I roll my suitcase uh, to right beside the chair in the foyer, and then I leave it there for about a week and a half until Catherine wow. until Catherine says, "Will you just unpack that already?" Wow. Yeah, you're like my sister Laura. Yeah, because because my bag, right? Mm. Like my bag for the most part, my luggage. Uh, I don't un I, I unpack. Twenty percent of what's actually in there, because I have hair dryer that stays in there. I have my makeup bag that stays in there. I have a toothbrush, toothpaste, uh, deodorant, pair of shoes, brush. Everything else just stays in there. That is my travel kit for when I travel. So that way, when it comes time for me to pack, I don't have to go around the house, the bathroom, oh, all this stuff. Throw I in literally, the yeah, I throw in the clothes. It's a pair of jeans. And uh, and a suit jacket, and that's it. So all really, all that's in there is a pair of jeans and a suit yeah. jacket. Do you have to gather up all your receipts? I have to do that. You have to gather up all of your receipts for what? So that you can add up how much you spent on what? Huh? Like so that you know you spent this at the bookstore. You spent this much on coffee. More, I travel for work. I'm not going to the <laughs> bookstore. What do you think I'm like going to Barnes and Noble? Like, well, I'm well, I'm on a work trip. <laughs> Trying to find out the perfect romantic novel for your flight. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, you're like my my sister Laura. She is a frig man. If anyone knows her that's listening, she'll kill me. Yeah. But she's notorious for coming home from a trip and her bag, her suitcase will be on the floor near the front door longer than she was away on her trip. 
There was one time she left it there by the front door and she walks past the front door, mm-hmm. walks past the suitcase every single day to go yes. to work and come home and it'd been there for like two and a half weeks. She never got around to emptying it. Let me check the date on this. Hold on here. I'm like you, Maury, where when I get home from a trip, the one thing I want to do is empty everything. I take all the clothes out, goes in the laundry hamper. I take all my toiletries out and I organize it back in in the bathroom. Well, because if I don't do it right away, I don't know if you're the same, then you won't get to it. Yeah, I'll see it and I'll be like, I'll do that later or I'll do it tomorrow or whatever. So I just empty everything right then and there and I put the suitcase away or I put my travel bag away. Uh, so then that way and, that task is completely done. And um, my rule is you have to put all of the all clothes clean or dirty immediately into the the drum of the washer because you don't want airplane air circulating. Okay, so I had a, my bag, travel bag, okay. by the front door. And a week ago, Catherine said, hey, would you mind just unpacking that today? And I was like, yeah, cool. And so I brought it downstairs mm-hmm. and I just sort of wheeled it into the room and just left it there beside like this shelf that's down there. Yeah. And it's still there. I saw it the other day. Oh no. It's still there. (gasps) Okay. So that bag was from a trip that I went on. It was gone for 24 hours and I flew back January 24th. Oh my God, dude, we're almost at a month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so does Catherine see it there and just assume that it's empty? That you've already emptied it? Yeah, 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 100%. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I don't. Because it's it's literally, the only thing in there is a pair of jeans. I'll I'll (laughs) open it when I need those jeans, Yeah. right? But it's a pair of jeans and a jacket. That's the only thing that's in there. And then everything else just stays in the suitcase. But nothing like, I don't know, like socks that you would have worn. And then you took them off and put them in there. Or yeah, maybe, maybe a pair of socks and a pair of underpants. And then like sure. put them in there. Yeah, there's a pair of underpants in there and probably a pair but of socks. But not the receipt to Barnes and Noble. No, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no receipts. And I bring nothing of any value either. So it's not like I'm missing something. Oh, but your heart. You sitting, travel with your heart. That's sitting. Whoa, Jesus Christ, Maury. Yes. But I don't take it out and put it in the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have a question from Michael John Ortega. Let me read this one to you, Roz. Didn't we just read his question? If you were gay and single, would you date Maury knowing him all these years? No. No is the answer. Every week you'll see on Instagram (laughs) at Kiss925, ask Roz Mocha. Wonder why. What a catch. So hot. He's such a lucky guy, Roz. Such a lucky guy. Could you, honestly, could you imagine just starting to date somebody, right? Like just starting to date somebody. You start thinking, hey, maybe we can make this work and you go out and this is what you hear, yeah. right? And you automatically start thinking that for the rest of my life, yeah. right? That right. for the rest of my, or at least the next six months because that's how long it sounds like you might live. <laughs> like Maury would laugh like that and I would immediately try to get in his will. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize he has nothing. <laughs> I would wind up with the collection of shot glasses from the Hard Rock Cafe. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.